Good evening, ballers. Welcome to the 72nd episode of the Step Back Jason Capono edition. Mm-hmm. It's your host, Leon Tonkins, my main man, Jacob Moses. And tonight we have a Chicago native, spreadsheet yep. king, uh, mm-hmm. celebrating the sky's victory. But our fantasy expert here, Philippe Amelicio. How you doing, brother? Oh, hey, how's it going? Th- uh, thank you for the uh, high remarks there. The fantasy expert, I don't know all about that. But I do appreciate it, though. I mean, but I'm, uh, yeah, it, like you said, though, it is fantasy basketball season. It's not just uh, the NBA. I mean, it is, but, it, you know, there's also that other aspect of it, with, uh, <laughs> especially in our group, because uh, we're out here for bragging rights. Uh, we now have an established uh, fantasy basketball league which Leon is the reigning champ. Speaking of champs, you know, the Chicago sky goes back to Leon Tompkins being the, the defending chap champ of this uh, basketball league. So looking forward to dethrone you watch the throne, watch the throne. <laughs> the so reigning, defending. <laughs> no, Undisputed. <laughs> Undisputed era. Yeah. That, I mean, that, that is me, but uh, I, it took a lot. Uh, I mean, you had Luca last year it, Really hard to fend off. You got a strong team, and you know, just hoping to get back on the grind there, and you know, go back to back. You're going back to back. I don't. I don't think so. I hope not. At least I hope not. You can't have that. Can't have that happen again. No. <laughs> this, this, is, this is not gonna. It's not gonna be the same as in the baseball league where Aaron won back to back championships. No, we can't have that. Here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You can't have that. No, you, no, you, got, you got someone on your hands here, buddy. No, we're <laughs> coming for your head. I'm sorry, brother. We're coming for your head this year, man. This, I got to take that. <laughs> no. <laughs> it, it, but speaking of crowns, man, uh, you know, you're from Chicago. The Sky came off with the championship yesterday. Candace Parker, Vanders Lou, Quigley. Uh, I hear the city is having a parade tomorrow. That's awesome. Oh, man, I wish I was there. Yeah, man. How how you feeling about that, man? This guy bringing home the chip. Man, I have honestly, I, I I haven't felt this way about a team, about one of these local teams in a very long time. I'm usually very um, reserved, you know, because yeah, it, it, it's hard to put, but this one I felt it in my heart. I felt it in my soul, especially uh, after seeing Courtney Vandersloot and Allie Quigley on this team for such a long time. They were like the dynamic duo on this team, but they couldn't do anything. They just mm-hmm. They were always together, but they, they just didn't have enough to uh, get over the, the hump. And um, But, I mean, I looked at this roster. I know they were struggling, but you're looking at it like, how is it that they're this bad? Or how is it that they're not dominating? Mm-hmm. And then what it took for the playoffs to start for Kenneth Parker to be unleashed, to get that uh, uh, rain off of her, those reins off of her to just go full out. I mean, people talk about Deanna Tarazi being the GOAT. Where's the Candace Parker GOAT uh, arguments? Why don't we have that? Because uh, once uh, those lim- those minute li- restrictions seem to uh, fend- be fended off of her, she went all out. And yeah. there was a time against the Connecticut Sun where she looked overmatched on defense. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Bring in Stephanie Dolson. That's a big body. And, and you know, she's oh, yeah. not the most athletic person, but she just takes up so much interior paint. And that, unfortunately, was... Th- to the detriment of the, the Connecticut Sun, which uh, depended so much on inside scoring. And then you get to the other one. Uh, how are they going to do against Brittany Griner, who might be the best big woman in the league's history? And 
Mm-hmm. I mean, they let her have hers, but when it was all said and done, I mean, they were able to neutralize her. Uh, Diana Tarazi, I know that she was tired, exhausted, injured, whatever the case might be, but you still have the other girl. Um, oh, I always butcher her name, Skylar Diggins. Skylar Diggins. Mm-hmm. Smith, Smith, I think mm-hmm. she has like yep, a hyphenated name it. at this point. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, they were able to stop her as well. And, you know, Vandersloot was just uh, dishing to all open teammates. We we saw a breakout performance from Kalia Copper, who now should be a yes. household name. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's great, bro. I, 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 I honestly felt emotional um, seeing this team go from just an average 500 team to just knocking out all these supposed better teams and getting that championship, which, I mean, we, I mean, it, it was a long time coming. I mean, we were there from Elena Della Don and she mm-hmm. had to go back home for whatever reason to, uh, I, I believe it was to take care of her sister back home and on the East coast. So she took a, uh, took a position with the Washington mystics mm-hmm. and uh, the team hasn't been the same, but you still, like I said, the two mainstays were CVS and Allie Quigley. Mm-hmm. And it looked like it was not going to ever happen. Like you might just see these two just get separated or just go to other teams where they might flourish as, uh, you know, third, fourth, fifth bananas, maybe even reserve spots. And mm-hmm. to see them finally win, it was amazing. It was pretty freaking awesome to uh, all those years of struggles, finally coming through and getting that title. And then Candace Parker coming back home and winning that chip. It was just a great story. Great team. Just I- I'm rambling on, but I mean, I, I, like I said, it's the first time where I could just, you know, you know what it is, guys, is that, at, at, you know, when it comes to the other sports like baseball, basketball, mm-hmm. and even hockey, as men, we're just, oh, well, we got to not just this pressure to not just blindly root for teams, mm-hmm. but you also got to analyze and, and, you know, be uh, rational about it. But with the women, I, I'll admit it, I'm, I'm, a, I mean, I'm not the hardest of hardest WNBA fans, but I really want to see this league uh, succeed. I love Absolutely. getting the updates from you guys. I try to uh, uh, match you guys one for one on those posts. Hey, th- in today's WNBA news is what's happening. But you guys take it to that other level. Honestly, if there was a WNBA fantasy that we can all do, I would be all for that. Oh, I would do that. Oh, I would absolutely. love to do that and just get me into the game even more. So yeah, I guess that was, that was part of it. It's just that I got to just turn off my brain and just really, really root hard for this, this uh, mm-hmm. likable team and and I think that's what made it extra special for this uh, championship run. Absolutely. And um, another Phoenix team can't get it done. Sorry, Corey. <laughs> Gun smoke. <laughs> mm. I just had to. I'm sorry. Too soon. <laughs> never, never too soon. Never. <laughs> never too much. Never too much. Never too much. Well, congratulations to you, brother. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Well-deserved. And, you know, it's always nice to have a storybook ending for Candace Parker in Chicago and Bernie Sloot herself about to end up in the top 25 uh, in history. <laughs> wow. In history? CBS? I, I think so. You need wow. to be an assist, what, five, nah, six Yeah, she got to be. Come on. She's going like, to end up there. That's a lot of great yeah. players on that list, man. I mean, I don't know <laughs> yeah. if there's any room for CBS, um, but I'd be great. I would love she's that. She's not done. And she's not done. That's so, true. Yeah. but um, we got a comment from our boy, our guy, um, nah, <laughs> uh, Freddie. He said, he, <laughs> "I got Freddie." He said he's gonna, he's whipping everybody's ass in fantasy basketball. I don't know about that, brother. Um, mm. you better check yourself before you wreck yourself. Well, well, Freddie <laughs> says. I mean, the reason that he, I'm not gonna say he begged, but he was very interested in this league was because he he saw who was in the league and he said, mm-hmm. you know what, I need a challenge, and this is the challenge that I was looking for. He says that every league that he's in, he all he does is win, 
no matter yeah. what happens. So we'll see if uh, if that translates to this uh, league with the with the dynamic of having keepers and being able to trade draft picks. So mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see. I mean, I'm, I'm keeping my eye on him. He's, he talks a pretty big game, but you know, this is a different <laughs> game. This is a different ball game out here, you guys. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how his team. I don't. I didn't look at the uh, <clears throat> the teams after they drafted. Mm-hmm. So I, I had to see uh, how we ended up with how his, uh, his drafting skills matches his talking skills, you know? Well, let's take a look at his roster since he's online. There's, there's, um, can you guys see first and foremost? I can make oh, it. Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 we can okay. see it. Okay, uh, let me see if it shows up here. But that's um, uh, Freddie's team right there. Uh, those are the two keepers, as you guys can so, see. So, uh, I mean, I love his keepers. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah. You can't, you can't pick better if you're him you know brand new i mean brand new owner uh adopting a team that kind of uh went by the wayside so mm-hmm. um and he was one of the first people to say hey let me in let me in okay let you in mm-hmm. he got brandon ingram uh chris paul he took a big risk in jamal murray but he's already thinking oh, about yeah. next year which uh might hurt him for this year uh buddy healed i mean i had him last year you guys were all uh you liked the pick i made last year of, of buddy healed unfortunately Luke Walton's out out to get him for some reason. I don't know. I mean, what, what's your opinion on Buddy Hill over there, you guys? I mean, shoot is gonna shoot, and well, go ahead, Leon. I see you you lowing up, so go ahead, my brother. No, no I, 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 you're right. Luke Walton kills Buddy Hill's value, but I think now he realizes he has to go through a three guard set, mm-hmm. and I, I think you're gonna see a lot of Fox, Halliburton, and Hill, and the way Fox and Halliburton run the show. I mean, he was gonna get a bunch of open looks, and you get him one. Was this what the third round, or fourth round? That's a yeah. it's a solid value pick. Uh, always a high productive shooter, solid for twenty to twenty five a night if he gets the open looks. So, yeah, I mean it's not a bad pick. I'm just uh, I'm just wary. I just don't know what Luke Walton's gonna do over there. And like you mm-hmm. said, they have a lot of guards, and they still got Davian Mitchell who just uh, yes. was drafted as well. Uh, I I found out today that his nickname is Off Night, so obviously defensive <laughs> presence. Uh, so, uh, and to uh, quickly go through this uh, rest of the roster, Bobby Portis, Aaron Gordon, uh, Marvin Bagley the third. So a little bit of a risk there, but it might be worth it if Marvin Bagley ever plays up to his full potential, especially mm-hmm. this year. It seems like this is the last hurrah for him. If he can't get it right now, he won't ever get it right ever. Now, I was kind of uh, questioning the Marcus Smart one and the Thaddeus Young one. Takes another injury risk in Victor Oladipo. I know that's like the thing to do is to uh, – take these former superstar players by low, especially with mm-hmm. a guy like Oladipo and uh, see if they can uh, go back to their former glory. Hey, what's up, James? James is on board. Hey. Um, but uh, I don't know, man. He already picked Jamal Murray and now he's, you're going to take another injury risk like Victor Oladipo. I, I don't know. Do you guys think that's too risky or am I just, am I just being too much of a scaredy cat here? I was late. It was late in the draft and why not? I mean, this could be a value pick. You know, you're not picking them too early. You know, one, two, three, four, five. I mean, six picks away from the last. You know, somebody was going to pick him up. Yeah. I mean, if, if it's the last pick was there and he was there, I would take him. Why not? I mean, you still get some productivity from his end. He's, he's not a bum. You know, maybe I'm hoping he comes off the bench because I think if he comes off the bench, he'll be a little bit more efficient. He doesn't have to take as many high-volume shots. So especially with, you know, Miami, he should be raring to lead the – Back off the bench. I I don't see where his shots. <clears throat> I don't see where his shots are coming from. You know, Hero and Butler and Duncan Robinson and Lowry. I don't think there's enough shots to go around for Oladipo. 
But looking at this, I probably would have went another big man instead of Oladipo. But considering where he got him, it's not the worst thing in the world, but it's mostly on name recognition. Yeah, that's what I felt like. But, I mean, that's what you kind of have to do every once in a while. I know, Leon, you speaking of name recognition, that's, that was basically your draft in this year. And uh, we'll take a look at it in just a bit on your team. But it seemed like you were picking a lot of uh, big names that were uh, hurt or not taking their vaccinations. Or... <laughs> <laughs> oh, good God. Uh, uh, to finish off the uh, the draft here, uh, Kelly Oubre Jr., Jay Crowder, TJ McConnell, Cantavius, Caldwell Pope, and that is uh, Freddie's team, Mamba. There goes that man. That's the name of his team. He's a Lakers fan, so I gave him the Lakers colors. So I hope he appreciates that. Uh, the guy I like is TJ McConnell, but I think last year might have been peak TJ McConnell, and it's all yeah. downhill from here. What do you think? I mean, if you want some steals. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that's there. I don't. I don't like his situation out in Indiana, knowing you know a full year of Brogdon and Chris Duarte is out there. So I don't see where, <clears throat> where the minutes are coming from for McConnell. Like you know, probably get like ten to fifteen minutes a night. I don't think it's productive enough for fantasy. Yeah, that's gonna suck because uh, I was thinking of drafting him just because I know what he did last year. I mean, I know he was on my team. He was a godsend for him. He, but I don't know, Rick Carlisle, all I keep hearing is bad things about him in Indiana at this point. Uh, and uh, the Pacers upgraded their guard position as well. So McConnell might be the odd man out. And KCP, I don't know, man. The KCP, I'm done with him. I don't want to deal with him. I don't want nothing to do with him. Jeez. If this was like a, a, like a, maybe a percentage league, like where you keep track of field goal percentage and three-point percentage, maybe I understand this. But in a points league like ours, I don't get it. I think I think KCP on on the Wizard team that won't shoot that many threes, mm-hmm. well, they can't shoot that many threes. Yeah, he's, gonna go. be, he's gonna be valuable. Mm-hmm. Where the minutes are playing behind Beal, that's that's a problem. But uh, you know, he's a solid vet. Last pick. So it's almost too safe though, for my taste. It's almost too say. It's like he went extremely risky with some of these picks with Jamal Murray, Vector Oladipo, and then he went just completely safe. Just I guess it's just it, I don't know. I'm just trying to think in, inside his head. I think he went very safe in a lot of these picks with these veteran players, these solid but spe- unspectacular veteran players, is because he's trying to make up for the fact that he got both Victor Oladipo and Jamal Murray in this draft. That's the way I'm seeing it. I don't know if you see it the same way. Yeah, I mean, uh, I I would have went with another backup center, but. You know they are very, very hard to come by this late in the in the draft. So yeah, you can go with a safe pick. All right. Well, thank you, uh, Freddie, for uh, chiming in uh, and uh, talking that shit. <laughs> but let's uh, get to it. I mean, I, I I mean I did the keepers. I see James is on the, on the board as well. He's uh, he already has a smart alec comments to say about Kyrie Irving. You know, what do he say? Flat Earth for life. Sure, why not? <laughs> um, but yeah, how's Giannis? I thought, I mean, first of all, his keepers are deadly. He has Giannis Antetokounmpo and Stephen Curry. And uh, I hope you guys appreciate the Knicks colors. I know he's a Knicks fan, so I give him some little bit of Knicks colors there. Um, I like it. Yeah. Uh, Steph Curry, although this makes him look like a, like a Mets fan too, though, so I hope he doesn't hate me for that. <laughs> so I was saying, uh, so Steph Curry, a uh, possible bounce back years, and then Giannis, who's like the 
two-time MVP at this point, or I, I already lost track of the number of MVP, MVPs he won. I know he got finals MVP, right, this past uh, finals season, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm, I'm getting old. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so, he, Giannis, uh, he starts our draft because – he won the uh, losers bracket, the cons- uh, the uh, the losers bracket to play for that first pick overall, and he picks probably easily the best player in this draft that was available after the first twenty four players were kept, and that's Zach Levine. I mean, you can't go wrong. I mean, I don't know. Whatever, you, what do you guys think uh, of these uh, first seven or eight picks? Was Zach Levine the pick to make here? Um, I I don't hate it. But, I mean, you got Paul Jordan and Donovan Mitchell there. That's kind of kind of a reach. I mean, you definitely had a you had better options. Wow. You definitely had better options. The disrespect. But, I mean, it's not disrespect. That's my guy. Like that's, but still, I mean, you see how Mitchell could perform. You, Darren Fox, you know, the dude is just skyrocketing now, you know. Julius Randle, Julius Randle, I got him, so I don't care. But, um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, like I said, it's it's pretty solid, it's definitely solid. But you know, I, I, I don't think I, you could have went wrong when you think about it. You couldn't have went wrong, but I wouldn't have went there. But I, I think Levine was a product of being the only option on a bad team. Not saying that he can't score, because he can score with the best of them. But yeah. now with Chicago, mm-hmm. uh, they're going to be high-octane offense, but I think he'll lose a lot of the shots that he would have gotten last year. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I think you could put Paul George above him mm-hmm. and, and maybe yep. Mitchell. That was it. But, you know, Levine isn't, Levine isn't terrible because he, he will also give yeah. you some rebounds and – you know, mm-hmm. he, he will uh, give you some assists, but uh, he's also very surprisingly very efficient. But, uh, yes, especially last year. Yeah, but I, I still feel that uh, he'll he'll lose some opportunities to DeRozan and and Pat Williams and Lonzo Ball and and those guys. Oh. But well, know. according to CBS, he was the number two shooting guard that was available. Uh, and at this point, it looks like he was projected to score the most points uh, per game, fantasy points per game at 41.46. So maybe that was part of the allure yeah. that James had. It's hard to argue. Uh, but I look at it different. I think if anyone's going to lose touches and uh, see a, a slight production dip, it's going to be DeMar DeRozan because um, mm. this is still going to be – the. I mean, the offense is going to run through Lonzo Ball first. Mm-hmm. And you're still gonna have to feel Zach Levine. Yeah, absolutely. And even then, Zach Levine's gonna be every once in a while bringing up the ball up the court, uh, mm-hmm. setting up the offense at the top of the key, and uh, be able to isolate uh, mm-hmm. and penetrate and kick off and get those cheap assists on the corners, like to a guy like Pat Williams. And uh, mm-hmm. so that's the way I, I envision it. So I, I I think it'll be close to that 40 uh, points per game range. Mm-hmm. So I don't really have a problem with it. Uh, I honestly thought that he might have been the best player in this available in this draft, but I mean, I know you guys are saying that maybe Paul George or Donovan Mitchell or even De'Aaron Fox, but mm-hmm. you know, um, maybe not De'Aaron Fox for me. Uh, I think Paul. Only reason I would say I would definitely say Paul George is don't forget that. And this is I think the point wise 
projected when if Kawhi was going to be there. But remember, Kawhi's not going to be there, so you know who's the offense is going to run through anyway. It's going to be PG. That's how you're mm. kind of thinking. Okay. But, once again. Levine, Levine does get to the line a lot, so I'll, I'll give him that. Oh, well. yeah. He's a good free throw yeah. shooter, too. So That'll help. I mean, those are some cheap points he can get, you know. Huh. So, so, if anything. So, yeah. Uh, and uh, James, I think he's he's thinking he's thinking the same way I'm thinking. Like James says that he he thinks that Levine could be more efficient, plus with better players, better shots, more assists. It's the whole uh, ideal that everybody's eating when the rosters are good, you know. So, uh, I don't know. I, I think it'll be fine. It'll be fine. And not like, and I think Paul George will also be fine. But Levine mm-hmm. is younger. This is a keeper league. Uh, I feel like Levine's stock is going up. And Paul George at a more – well, I feel I feel like Paul George is old. I, I would I, – I, you know, at this point, if I find out that Paul George is like only 27, 28 years old, I'm going to be – my 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 uh my semblance of time is just not going to exist anymore. But uh, I know I know Levine is younger than Paul George. It has to be, right? Is that what yeah. it is? Has okay, to has to be. Well, I'm looking it up right now because now I'm doubting myself. Uh, yeah. Oh, Paul George is 31 years old. I mean, come on. So, <laughs> age uh, in terms of age and and potential, Levine definitely has the arrow up. Paul George might have been the safer pick for sure, but you know, I mean, he's limited. Yeah. He's in a worse team at this point, just by on paper, um, especially with Kawhi Leonard out. That's the way I'm thinking it. So, and uh, you guys know I'm a big fan of Donovan Mitchell. So I guess you could have gone that way, but there's always something limiting about Donovan Mitchell as well. Um, I just can't quite put my finger on it. Although last year for me, he he was a good. So <laughs> maybe maybe that's another case of overthinking things there. Uh, be, before we move on from the first round, um, anybody else in particular catch your guys' eyes? Leon, let's start with you. Anybody in this, uh, what, I, what I just highlighted here, anybody catch your eye as to, uh, wow, I can't believe they made that pick this early, uh, thinking there. I got it. D'Angelo Russell. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> Well, let's, uh, I got one. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that was an auto pick, but. My, my my man, like Delo, no, no man, I I can't I can't see it. <laughs> and uh, EJ already had two guards coming into this draft. He got the old Washington Wizards backcourt: Russell Westbrook, Bradley Beal, and then he brings up another guard in D'Angelo Russell. Uh, so I mean, I like Delo too, but there's something off about him. I would have preferred him in the second or third round, but mm-hmm. to go in the first round, I don't know, Jacob. What do you think? Yeah, I just I'm not feeling that at all. He he must know something we don't. <laughs> maybe him and maybe him and Cat gonna really, you know, do that thing together. But man, with CP out there, if you really wanted to go that way and get your points, could have went there. I mean, Jalen Brown too, pretty solid. Especially he already had a guard. What was his first? What was his keeper picks? Uh, Brad, uh, Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal, and and he paired those guys up. Or, um, he's gonna bring in D'Angelo Russell into the mix. I mean, and then he's and then <sighs> if we want to step a, take a step further, he's also gonna take Jalen Green in the second round. So that's four guards, no big man. Um, he's going young. He's going young <laughs> yeah. for sure. Uh, he's, so uh, EJ is from Texas, but he's a Mavericks fan. Uh, so yeah. I don't I don't know what's uh, <laughs> what the deal is there, but. Um, 
Yeah. Uh, John, speaking of Texas, John Gray's on the line as well. He's here to, he says he's here to, so we can just smack his team around, which we will in just a bit, as long as uh, I see a pick that I don't like. Uh, Jacob, what's, what's your pick in the first <laughs> round that kind of uh, had your scratching your head a little bit? Uh, all right. I'm going to go with Kay Cunningham. Uh, no, I, I you're not. Do it. No, you're not. You're love not going to do this. I love to me. the kid. I love the kid. <laughs> I, had to, I have to do it. I love that kid. I mean, he's going to be the goods, but you definitely could have had some more value there. And plus, I don't you know, think with so. Him being, he's going to be out. I, man. Because I, I, I was going to pick both Kay Cunningham and Jalen Green. I, that's how much I love those guys. But the more I thought about it, the more like, mm-hmm. you know, stop, Felipe, stop drafting with your heart and start <laughs> drafting with your brain. So, mm-hmm. so that this is my team, Luka Doncic and Bam Adebayo to kick things off. So, um, I don't know if Luka Doncic, he's already up there in age, you guys. You know, younger is always better. <laughs> um, no, I think Doncic might be 24, and I think Adebayo might also yeah. be 24 mm-hmm. as well. I don't know. I'm just guessing out here. I'm actually looking it up while I'm talking. Uh, 22, actually. But he's been in the league since, what, four seasons now? Oh, yeah, four seasons. Hey, man, it's like a new car. You drive it. You drive that car. Those miles are gonna add up, right? Absolutely. And Adebayo definitely is twenty-four years old. So, and Cunningham, what, nineteen? I think so. Nineteen. I mean, hey, it's you're going young. You got to think for the future as well. I mean, I love the team. I love. I love you. That's the number one thing. There's nothing better than seeing, you know, a player take one step, two steps, three steps forward, and you see him grow as NBA players. We've seen it with LeBron, the Currys. You know, even go back. We've seen it with the Kobe's and. Dirks and KGs and all that, and this is just a new generation of guys. And you have a perfect guy to lead your squad with Luca. It's perfect. You know, he's I, like I said in our last episode. I think he's ready to take that MVP, you know, step and actually claim it this year. Well, I, I, James already gave me the business as well. He says I picked them way too early. So, but here's my thought process, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I, I I said it in the chat. From the moment I found out that Kate Cunningham would be the number one prospect coming into his upcoming NBA draft, I knew that I wanted him mm-hmm. on my team no matter what. So mm-hmm. he's the first round. He's the first pick overall. He has the skill set that I dream about when I look at a player mm-hmm. for fantasy. Like, think about Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd was always my guy in fantasy basketball. Why? Because he can do everything, everything that most point guards can't do. You know, mm-hmm. rebound, just pass the ball like nobody's business get you know assists are worth two points each so i mean that's what i envision out of kate cunningham i just i love i love the size i love the uh um the the overall all-around game that he provides and it looks like he's gonna be the primary ball handler in detroit so you gotta love the opportunity oh yeah and he's a tall point guard so it's you know it's ben simmons without being afraid to shoot the ball so uh, but the thing was that I looked at the other players that were available, and the only player I was considering picking here was Chris Middleton, and that mm-hmm. wasn't doing it for me. Like, I know what to expect from Chris Middleton, and that's that's fine, but I need something more, you know, like that, like that Kobe Bryant and Kanye West commercial. More? Yeah, more what? Just more. And I think I'm going to get that with Kate Cunningham, even in his rookie season, which is uh, it's not a fair thing to ask for a rookie to do so. But we saw what happened with Anthony Edwards last year and how he flourished in his own, in, in, in only his rookie season. Mm-hmm. I expect the same thing out of Kate Cunningham. And I, I was getting ready to go Jalen Green on back-to-back picks, but I decided, no, nah, 
I shouldn't do that. So uh, just be glad I only pick one rookie, not two rookies or all the rookies. I wanted Jalen Suggs. I wanted Scotty Barnes. I wanted them all on my team, man. But I, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta reserve myself. But yeah, the, like I said, the only guy I was considering was Chris Middleton at this mm-hmm. spot, and it, it just I, I wasn't feeling it. I don't want a second. I want I don't want a second banana on my team after one, after the first round. I wanted mm-hmm. someone who was gonna be the primary ball handler and uh, just rack up all the stats that we're looking for in this league. So. Yeah, that team's that team have a, like their injuries to their young players though. That's what it made me worried about that pick. Cause you have he's out, he was out for the preseason. Killian and Sadiq. It's all right, they'll uh, be I'm ready. Not sure we, Although Killian, uh, I think Killian, he just he's killing me at this point. <laughs> Every time I see him, man, he's always hurt. I mean, bro, come on. And which was remember when we talked about him last year? That was one mm-hmm. of the uh, uh, the deficiencies with him was that he yep. has a small frame and he could get pushed off easily and now he's I don't know man I'm not I'm not worried about Kate Cunningham like I am worried about Killian Hayes so mm-hmm. uh so that's the first run and I guess my guy that I would be like a real head scratcher even though it's at the back end of, of the uh, first round has to be Kyrie Irving we don't know when he's playing if he'll play <laughs> if the if the Nets are gonna be forced to move to New Jersey just so his bum ass can play <laughs> I don't know. I don't like it. You, you guys were talking about you want someone more secure in the first round. This is like the most enigmatic player you could have gotten here at Leon. Uh, but you obviously know something that we don't know. What do you know over there in Brooklyn? Well, uh, I, I, I believe, well, one, Kyrie is too big of a talent. I, he wasn't going to last into second or third round. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure somebody would have taken him. Uh, and considering I had the last pick in that round, I mean, who would I want? Uh, I wasn't going to take Kate Cunningham, Cunningham. That's for damn sure. Wait, you so said you were or were not? No, I wasn't. I wasn't. But oh, well. Kyrie is still a top 15 player in this league. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't – I just feel I can't pass up on it. And I believe in my heart of hearts he'll I – don't, I don't think he'll get the vaccine. I, I thought he would. But uh, I think they might lift a mandate once a new mayor comes in or or push comes to shove. He'll, he'll finally just trade him. So really quick, I want to just read some of the comments here. James said that uh, he was thinking about getting Donovan Mitchell as well, but he went with uh, Zach Levine. Mm-hmm. Um, John Gray, this, this is my mentality here. First round picks need to be guys that can go off. Middleton isn't that guy. He's really good, but he doesn't have that ceiling that Kate Cunningham does. And you're going to see that that was my theme for my draft was I want upside guys because a lot of these guys, they can, they're all like, you know, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Uh, James says that he's uh, happy with that. He got Evan Mobley late. He was happy with that, which made me sad because I really wanted Evan Mobley as well. Like I said, I wanted all the rookies. Jesus uh, James Killian is a point guard who now won't have the ball because of Cade Cunningham. That's right. That is right. <laughs> Felipe, genius pick. John Gray, I'd rather take Kawhi over Kyrie. <laughs> oh, damn. Gosh, oh. haters. Haters. <laughs> Kawhi might not even play in our season, and then he'd rather have him than Kyrie. That's funny. I mean, I, I wouldn't want either of them. They're, they're both head cases at this point, but. Remember when Kawhi was supposed to be the sensible one a couple mm. years ago? Yeah. Everybody, everybody went against Greg Popovich in that offseason that Kawhi did not want to play with the Spurs anymore. 
Uh, James, he's too stubborn in my other draft. I just finished. He went into like the seventh round. Leon, dude, you picked him in the virtual third round. You couldn't wait till the seventh round, Leon? What's up? Oh, yeah. What, let Freddie get him? No, it wasn't going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't going to happen. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the second round then. Uh, second round, that's when things get interesting because everybody can pick first round blind, but the second round is where that's when things get interesting. So there it is. Our fearless champion here starts us off with Christian Woods, solid pick. I get the guy I always wanted in all my life, Rudy Gobert. I love Rudy Gobert. I finally got him on one of my teams, so I'm happy with that. Uh, this is Jalen Green going in the uh, in the fourth pick. Uh, before Jalen Green, DeJounte Murray went a pick before Jalen Green. There's Chris Middleton going to Andrew O'Sullivan, our favorite Irish Mets play, uh, fan of all time. And then you get to <laughs> Mamba. There goes that man, Freddie Rollins and Chris Paul. Uh, Keeper League. I know that maybe we put too much stock on these younger players, but do you think uh, he might have uh, – I don't know. I don't want to use the word reach, but you, you, I don't know. What do you guys think of the Chris Paul uh, draft pick here in the middle of this uh, second round here? Let's start uh, with you, Jacob. Uh, he's st- obviously, he still can put up your points. He's going to give you, you know, 14 to 15 plus assists. So you can't really go wrong. Mm-hmm. I mean, he already had – what's his two keepers? I'm trying to think of his keepers again, his two keepers. LeBron and Tatum. LeBron and Tatum. So, you already got those locked. So, Chris Paul is not, not bad. I mean, he's going with he's going with his vets of LeBron and CP. You got your young guy in Tatum that you're pretty much going to build around. I mean, really couldn't go wrong with this pick. It's not a bad pick at all. Everybody picking veteran players but me. I'm starting to worry here, you guys. I mean, <laughs> let me ask you. I mean, you took Jalen Brown. I mean, if Chris Paul was available, would you have taken Chris Paul or Jalen Brown there, Jacob? Uh, I would have definitely taken Jalen Brown. Okay, that's all I'm saying. It's, I, I Listen, I'm big on defense. He's a good two-way player. He can shoot. I mean, the sky's limit for that kid, so I'm like, okay. One of the... got to go young now. <laughs> well, I mean... I guess uh, uh, Freddie can say, well, my young player is Jason Tatum. So he can make that argument. Uh, who's the other guy? And then he got Brandon Ingram. So a lot of uh, – I'm sensing that there's like a method to the madness here. He's getting a lot of uh, <laughs> players that are connected to the Lakers or LeBron mm-hmm. James and some sort of aspect. So. <laughs> Chris Paul should have been traded to the Lakers, should have went think through. Brandon Ingram got traded to the Pelicans because of LeBron James. Is that what happened? I don't remember uh-huh. exactly what happened there. Absolutely. Uh, oh, the Anthony Davis trade, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Okay. So, yeah, the, just call him the LeBron James uh, tree there. Um, uh, <laughs> Leon, what was the most controversial pick in the second round? I see it. <laughs> I see it. I see it right now. I, I, I'm focused on that shit. All right. I, I, I like him. I like him as a player. But after that down year last year, this is that's pretty damn high. Pascal Siakam over Michael Porter, John Collins, mm-hmm. hell, even Porzingis. <laughs> How do you say it? Even Porzingis. <laughs> I don't know. Siakam is a Siakam's a reach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I saw John Gray do that, I'm like, hmm. All right. <laughs> well, 
Uh, but yeah, he's hurt. Um, I don't see him as a, a second round material. Um, I don't know. I, I, it is kind of risky. I mean, I, you know what? At this point, if you play for the Toronto Raptors and your name is not Scotty Barnes, I don't want anything to do with you. Even even Aaron's pick of uh, Fan, Fan, Fan Fleet. That was kind of wild. That was kind of, uh, yeah. I mean, I get it. I get the allure. No. I get the allure, too, but you had another Canadian in SGA right there. In the, right there. I would have taken him any day of the week over Fat Van Vliet. I'm sorry. Yeah. Drake, great value Drake can sit his ass on my bench somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> just because great value SGA, <laughs> just SGA, better player, younger. The kid is like a walking triple-double if he really gets going. And I, I just – I don't feel that at all. Love you, right. but hell no. I got another question. Okay, so since we got Angel, I have to ask. I did mention that DeMar DeRozan, that might be the one dip in production we might see in Chicago just because of the players that are out there. But who knows? Mm-hmm. Maybe, you know, they'll play at a faster pace. They'll score more points. That means everybody's stats will stay remaining the same or even go a little bit up. Mm-hmm. But DeMar DeRozan in the second round, when you had Clint Capella, R.J. Barrett, Tobias Harris, Michael, Jordan, Michael Porter Jr., Kyle Lowry, C.J. McCollum, all those guys. Was that the pick to make here for Angel, uh, Angel's team here? I was going to say I'd probably take Tobias Harris, but then I realized it's the same person <laughs> to Tobias Harris. So. <laughs> <laughs> so you threw yourself twice. Uh, <laughs> listen, I'm a, I'm a huge DeRozan fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think he's highly underrated as a player, but he's not a second-rounder for me. Yeah. And, and I, I guess I, we got to say that this is the virtual fourth round, but even, even in, in the virtual fourth round, because, you know, there's mm-hmm. already two players that were kept, you wouldn't – is the fourth round too early for you, Leon, as well? Yeah, I, I, I would have went John Collins or C.J. McCollum yeah. in that spot. Whoo, boy, or even Christoph Porzingis. I would have went KP, too. Yeah. <laughs> to be yeah. Or well, Ben Simmons. I, there you go. Nah, nah, dusty, dusty bitch, nah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and now, uh, uh, you know, poor Angel, he, he, he inherited a really awful team. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he got stuck with Zion Williamson and Colin Sexton got stuck, right? But yeah. he really did. I mean, mm-hmm. Zion, go ahead. Yeah. No, no, continue. Uh, well, my thing was Zion comes with his own baggage. Like, we don't know where his uh, – where his motivation's coming from, or if he can stay healthy, or if he can lose weight. And then Colin Sexton, you know, nice player, but he is really on the low, low, low tier among even young point guards in this league. I think uh, there's going to be a lot more point guards that are going to be passing him up unless something drastic happens in Cleveland. I mean, we're basically expecting a miracle to happen in Cleveland for Colin Sexton to become that top, top tier uh, echelon player. And then, so he counters by getting DeMar DeRozan. Who was his first pick? You know, let's, you know, let's just do this. Let's take a look at his first five picks just to <laughs> see what's up. Let's take a look. Let's really just hurt his feelings here. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. So one, two, three, four, five. Here we go. So, yeah, he goes with Paul George. We, we all, you guys agree that was the pick to make. You guys love that right. pick, so that's not bad. DeMar DeRozan, that's a little iffy. Older player. I mean, steady as they come, but upside's not there. And uh, we don't know what the production will be in Chicago anymore. And then Tobias Harris, nice, safe, grounded player. 
but we know what he is. I mean, yeah. You know, I I will say he does make up for it in the middle rounds. I'll give him that. Yeah. Well, oh, we yeah. will we will get to it. We will get to it. So hang in there tight, Angel. We might uh, start talking really nice about your team soon enough. Uh, so that's that. Uh, and then uh, Clint Capella and R.J. Barrett going to the Knicks fan to um, finish out the second round and to start us in the third round. And there's Tobias Harris again. But, again, R.J. Barrett, Tobias Harris, and then you get a, a talent like Michael Porter Jr., also a little bit wacky in the head. But we know that he shouldn't be restricted this year in terms of playing time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so was – was that the best pick out of these three right here, Michael Porter Jr.? By far. Oh yeah. By far. Absolutely. So there you go, John. We we did we diss you for that other pick, which I uh, the Pascal Siakam pick, but you totally redeemed yourself in the third round with the Michael <laughs> Porter pick. <coughs> All right, so we move on. There's uh, Mike Harvey getting Kyle Lowry, which uh, that's that's arrow pointing down there. I don't like that pick at Kyle all. Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry. I'm, am I am I being too harsh there, or do you guys agree with me there about Kyle uh, Lowry? I, I I agree with you 100. percent Wow. I, I I like Kyle Lowry in Miami. Yeah, but you had Lonzo there too. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. Sorry. I'm... Yeah, you have him. You have Brogdon. I mean. Wait, <laughs> in Miami? No, no, I, no, no, I, no, as far as a uh, point guard position, but. Oh, okay. Uh. I don't know. Not, not, now he's durable. He's solid. He plays yeah. every game. So it, yeah. it's not good, but it's not the worst I've mm-hmm. ever seen. I, I can live with it. Yeah. Uh, my only concern there is that he's 35 years old. I mean, it, it, pretty, I mean he's, he's tough. He's really sure. tough. I'm, I'm yeah, pretty but, sure he had that in mind. I don't think he this was meant to for a, a keeper pick. No, nah, but. You want to have those backup reserves just in case something bad happens, in case you mm-hmm. get stuck with a Colin Sexton or Zion Williamson. And uh, so, <laughs> sorry, Angel, I keep picking it's on a, him. <laughs> he, he did get scary Terry, so <laughs> he's more uh, than I mean, a valuable backup. Yeah, why are you not guys, But you guys mentioned there are other younger, better players like CJ McCollum, which comes with his own restrictions, but at least you, I mean, he's younger. And I don't know, I, I, I would have preferred him over Kyle Lowry. John Collins, uh, don't know. Jamal Murray's not. We already talked about Jamal Murray. I don't like that pick at all. Chris, that poor Zingas. There's more upside there out of poor Zingas, even if he's uh, uh, restricted in Dallas because of Luka and whatever other reasons. Uh, well, Leon, let me ask you. I know, I, I know you spoke highly of him at the beginning, but, uh, I mean, is, is, is this a bounce-back season for poor Zingas in 2022? I, I really think so. I mean, there's, there's nowhere – he can't hit any more rock bottom, can he? You know, so I, I think the relationship with Luca, uh, so far how they looked in the preseason, he seems to be moving around the floor much better, more confidence shooting. So – and by all accounts, Jason Kidd's a big man whisperer, so mm-hmm. I, I think it's going to be a big year for uh, KP. Uh, I will agree. He's still a soft ass bitch, um, but <laughs> but I still I will agree. Um, yeah, man, it's just you got one of the best players in the world in Luca. You know, you wanted to get out of New York. And you the truth was going to come out. You talked all this nonsense. Now it's time to stay healthy and back your game up. We know you're seven foot. They called you a unicorn for a reason. 
Yeah. We, we want to start seeing it. You know, we want to see you rebound more. Give us 10 rebounds a game, not two, three, and a whole bunch of whining. I mean, it's just time to step it up. But KP, I think he's going to have a bounce back here. If he doesn't, good luck to him. Jason Kidd might run his ass out of town. Uh, okay, then. So uh, I'm seeing the comments, and they're not too high on KP at this point. So uh, I don't want to read some of the things that are being said about him here. So let's just move on. Uh, I'm going to J- read it. Okay, fine. No, no, go ahead. No, I'm going to oh. read it. As you, as you <laughs> Cancel the step back. Cancel culture will get us. <laughs> uh, solid picks here. Jamon Green, Karis LeVert. I was considering picking him. He was available. But Tyler uh, does a really nice job of stealing all my freaking players. So. And EJ, too. I was more concerned about EJ and Tyler in front of me mm-hmm. than I was with uh, Leon because I knew Leon, Leon wasn't some other thing. I don't know what the hell. But uh, I just want you guys to know, every time I got a pick that I really wanted, I went. I did the whole Jerry Krause thing, <laughs> you know, crunching his pennies inside his fist. That's what I was. Yes, yes. I got. I got the pick I wanted. Lonzo Ball. I love that pick. I love. I always liked Lonzo. I just never liked his dad. And now his dad's not there, and he could just dish to those uh, that uh, improving Bulls team. I can't wait. Uh, Leon, like I said, I no offense, but I was not a. I was not concerned about you taking any of my players. We obviously have different tastes in players. You took a – let's face it, it's a big risk with Ben Simmons. You already took another big risk with uh, Kyrie Irving. Uh, and then you also went back-to-back with Yusuf Nurkic as well. Um, explain yourself there, Leon, a little bit. Well, I figure at this point Ben Simmons in this round, knowing that there's a strong possibility he'll come back, He's, there's no way he can sacrifice all that money. <laughs> and he, when he's right, he is a triple double waiting to happen. So I, I in that round, I, I couldn't pass it up. Yeah, I mean, the way you talk about Ben Simmons, that's the way I, I envision Kate Cunningham. But at least <laughs> Kate Cunningham will be there. Uh, so this is your team after your two keepers. So how many how many players is that? That's uh, yeah, up to six players already on on your roster. You got Jokic and Nurkic. <laughs> Jokic, Nurkic. Yeah, man, we're going for a little Serbian theme here. And Christian Wood. So you got three. I think Christian Wood does qualify a power forward for you, though, right? Yeah. I don't remember. Okay. So you got the Serbian thing going. You got the, the three-headed monster at center and even a power forward. I mean, it's a hell of a front court. And then, but you, I'm, I mean, that's a lot of risk, though. Kyrie Irving, Ben Simmons, as far as I'm concerned, you do not have a starting backcourt right now. But if these high risks pay off, we might see something that happened last year was all the players that were injured or were hurt or were not showing up that they'll show up at the end of the year. And that will help you in your, you know, championship run. Right. I'm sorry. What? I'm going to ride the wave. So I could, I could sit Kyrie for the next, you know, three months. And when it's, when it's championship time, you know who to look for. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he eventually he's gonna have to play, right? So maybe in March, uh, during play, your art playoffs, he's just you know trying to get tuned up for the his playoffs as well. So maybe yeah. the risk will pay off. But for me, it was just too damn risky. I, I did not want to do it. Uh, guys in the uh, comments, let us know. Kyrie Irving and uh, Ben Simmons on the same team. How do you see that <laughs> folding out for uh, for Leon here? Let's move on. Where were we? We were in the fourth round. Okay, so Nurkic, so we can move on. So I take all these uh, high upside guys, right? 
I take all these high upside guys. So imagine seeing Malcolm Brogdon available and I'm doing the whole Jerry Krause thing. And uh, there, that's the safest pick I'm going to be making all draft long. Malcolm Brogdon uh, can play both point guard and shooting guard. Solid performer. Um, can distribute, can score. I mean, shoot, one preseason game, he was scoring 27 points. I mean, that's a good sign. The only thing that I'm worried about is Karis LeVert returning. But when is Karis LeVert returning? That's the thing about it, right? Uh, Jacob, start with you. What do you think about Malcolm Brogdon in Indiana? One of my favorite players coming out of the draft. I wanted that kid just – the dude does everything. He's smart. I mean, he's not like a lockdown defensive player, but he's tough on that end. He can shoot really well. Good free throw shooter. Leader on the floor. Just everything you would want in a player. It's a very solid pick. You know, I definitely, if he got down to me, I would have taken him. You know, but um, solid pick, man. That's an A-plus right there. Knocked it out the park. Yeah. Damn right. Damn right. Uh, let's move on to the rest of the fourth round, Valenciunas. I don't know what to make of Valenciunas, man. I had him last year, solid performer, but, you know, compared to the other centers, uh, number two centers, because we are a two-center league, compared to the other number mm-hmm. two centers, I feel like that there was a little bit of lacking there. I mean, I, I was happy, but I could have been happier. And now he's going to New Orleans and having to play with Zion Williamson mm-hmm. whenever he decides to play. Uh, Leon, let's start with you. Are you high on Jonas Valenciunas for this upcoming season? If he was in Memphis, maybe, but uh, I mean, he is starting to expand his range, shooting three pointers now. But you know, Jake mentioned it before. That's how that's how you stay in the league, you know, extending your range, three point shot. Yeah. And with Zion's uh, injury history, it's it's not bad, and and I don't think this this is obviously one of the better centers available. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if he was lacking on that position, this is not the worst thing he can do. So, and you know, he, he's he he makes pretty solid picks for the most part. So, uh, I, I I like it. It's not bad. All right, then we move on to Jeremy Grant, Miles Turner, Buddy Hill. We already talked about Buddy Hill, Tyrese Halliburton. Man, Tyrese Halliburton. Yeah, I, buddy. I don't know what to make of him. I mean, I, I, it was a tough choice, but I went with Malcolm Brogdon because I feel like he's going to have the ball in his hands more often than not. But Tyrese mm-hmm. Halliburton, man, I just don't know what to expect because I know that everything is going to have to go through Darren Fox. And you just saw Buddy Hill go. <laughs> Buddy Hill go before Tyrese Halliburton. First and foremost, who's better? Who's the better pick here, Buddy Hill or Tyrese Halliburton? I can't answer it. <laughs> Honestly, I, I think it's a toss-up. Wow. But they both can shoot. And <laughs> that's, I think it's a toss-up. <laughs> And that's why I, 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 as much as I want a Halliburton on my team, I just went with the with the what, what I thought was the safer pick in Malcolm Brockton. And you guys just said you guys are kind of have. You just said they're both kind of good. Well, well if you, if they're both kind of good, then you know, then you have nothing there. You, you, you're gonna have to share the ball and share the production. And uh, we don't know what Luke Walton's up to. So, but I guess Jacob is happy with this pick here. Absolutely, Tyrese Halliburton. Dude, yeah. Shot. Fifty fifty from the field goal. Oh, excuse me, fifty from two, forty one from three. I'm taking that all day. And you know he's gonna play it. You're gonna have to play that three guard set like Leon attributed to earlier. You're gonna have to do it. So this is uh Jacob's team after six picks, right? One, two, three, four, five, six, including the keepers. 
Uh, James Harden, John Morant, Julius Randle, Jalen Brown, John Collins. What the hell is this, Jacob? John motherfucking Collins, huh? Well, all the letter J's? All the letter J's? Huh? <laughs> yeah, J's Jacob, everywhere. Jacob, James, John, Julius, Jalen, John, Tybee's Halliburton. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> It's not a bad team, man. I like it. I like it so far. This is, yo, this is, yeah, this is, this is good. Solid. Yeah. Definitely. I know there's, there was concerns about John Moran not being able to stay healthy and maybe not uh, continuing to progress. Are you worried about mm-hmm. that at all, Jacob? No, I think he's ready to, you know, if he, if he stops trying to posterize everybody and go <laughs> and he, like, I, he has to be able to pull it back, you know, be that playmaker. You don't have to try to do everything on the floor. You got plenty of options in Desmond Bain. You got 3J coming back. You have um, Dylan Brooks on the squad. I mean, you got guys there that's going to be, you know, it's going to help you on the floor. So, you know, just, you don't got to do too much, but he's still going to be a primetime player. So, you know. Uh, it. Go ahead. Yeah. The only thing about Julius Randle is uh, you got more Kemba Walker's on the team now. So now you got a real point guard. And <laughs> what you trying saw- to say? Well, we saw what Thibodeau did with Noah after, you know, Noah had to play point center for the Bulls uh, a long time ago. Oof, uh, I mean, yeah. like I, we, we talk about on the show with you guys that Thibodeau might be one of the smartest uh, underrated offensive coaches. I know he gets a lot of credit for his defensive stuff, mm-hmm. but he's a pretty uh, pragmatic offensive head coach, and he needed to use Julius Randle as his point forward. But now mm-hmm. that Knicks team looks better in terms of having more ball handlers. You're going to get a full season of Derrick Rose now. So you're not mm-hmm. depending so much on Julius Randle. So that's why I didn't keep him because I, I didn't know what to expect from him this year. Cause, you know, oh, he's still going to get the ball. He's definitely so? still – from watching the preseason games, he's definitely going to get the ball. Yeah, he's been, definitely mean, been putting numbers up for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. Plus, you're going to get – the pressure's going to be kind of like you said, getting bringing Kemba in. you got guys like Evan Fournier who can make the shots. You know, hey, maybe he averages a few more assists this year. You know, he's going to be able to score. And, you know, his game, his game translates. So – I'm happy with it, though. I, I like him. I think he's going to do really well. And that's another reason I picked up Evan Fournier, because he can go free throw shooter. He can shoot the three. You know, he can actually, you know, pull up and hit you with the mid-range. And he can do a lot of things on the floor. So I'm pretty excited for my team. And I just want to point that out, that these are the primary positions according to CBS. So that doesn't take into account that they qualify other positions. Mm-hmm. Uh, James is asking, if why don't you have a center? I mean, Julius Randle qualifies at center, so... He'll exactly. be fine. So, but yeah, just keep that in mind. I just kept it like this because that's the way that when I downloaded the draft results, this is how they mm-hmm. came about it. So, uh, check your local standings or local listings for those uh, extra <laughs> yeah, qualifying centers. positions. Yeah, I have um, centers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe you. I believe you. Uh, so, <laughs> let's see. How far are we here? Oh, yeah. Buddy Hill doesn't count. I don't like him anymore. Oh, sh- if you were on a different team with a different head coach, yeah, I, I would be all for it. But you got Tyrese Halliburton, Leon, Spencer Dinwiddie, Terry Rozier. And, uh, yeah, from this trio here, who do you like the most? You know what? Uh, maybe, maybe, yes, I'm a little biased, but I, I think Dinwiddie has <laughs> something to prove. Uh, he, he's going to get all the minutes out in Washington, and he know he has a running mate in Beal. That Washington team has a lot of depth to it. And you give it Dinwiddie extended time, he, he's going to put up numbers. He's going to give you 20 and 6, 20 and 7. Very, very sneaky 20 and 7. So uh, I, I like Dinwiddie out there. It's a solid pick uh, there. 
Terry Rozier, I was very surprised. I don't, I, I highly doubt that he can repeat what he did last year. Credit to him securing the bag, but I don't know. I, I have my doubts. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie is projected to score 32.9 points. Now that projections are just projections, right? But it's a, it's a base, um, it's a baseline of sorts, right? Coming right. to the season. Do you believe of these three guys listed here, Halliburton, Dinwiddie, Terry Rozier, that Dinwiddie is only going to be the only guy who scores over 30 fantasy points per game? Or do you see it differently in terms of the numbers there? No, that's how I think it will end up. Wow. So, yeah, it turns out Jacob made the wrong pick in Halliburton then. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> All right. That's uh, was off from 30. I'm sorry, what was that? He said it's a few points off. It's like a point off from 30. Come on. Yeah, That's I mean, points. so, yeah, it's a baseline. So, at this point, you're looking at that. And, and they're usually pretty conservative with the, with, oh, with yeah, the projections, yeah, yeah. for sure. So, at this point, you, you've got to think to yourself, okay, does Halliburton have a chance to go over or will he go under? And, he has a chance to go over, I think. Yeah. Okay. I think 29 is, is sounds fair. about right. Yeah, that's fair. I'm good with that. But you're looking for guys who can score more than 30 from this bunch, like to get you to the next step. Otherwise, you're just gonna keep losing to my team every year. So yeah, yeah. Right. It's a new day. It's a new day. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Uh, TJ Warren got some. I, I remember that was uh, everybody was celebrating uh, John Gray for that pick. Do we still like that pick here at the uh, in the fourth round? Depends which one you get it. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. We, we mentioned that one. If it's if Jimmy on him, good luck to you. You got bubble. <laughs> you got bubble, TJ. You got to steal. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, compared to the other guys that were available, Mike Conley, Darius Garland, and there's Evan Mobley. Uh, James Pinos was yeah. uh, very, and uh, man, that one hurt. I thought I could get him in the fifth or sixth round. I really thought I could get him, but. I don't know, Leon. Who do you go with that, uh, from this list? Is TJ does, now looking to see who else was picked ahead of uh, after TJ Warren? Does TJ Warren become the best pick available? Uh, all things considered, here. Uh, you know, I, I toss up between Holmes and Three J. I mm. really like. I really like Holmes. Yeah, I really like Holmes uh, at the center position. You know, he's uh, agile center, picked up a lot of double doubles, really sneaky, and Sacramento's out to run. Um, if it, probably in pecking order, Holmes, Jackson. I'm not so high on Mobley as everyone else is, but uh, Holmes, Jackson, Warren. Oh, okay. So, John Gray, you picked the third best player available in this spot. Congratulations, you played yourself. Um, but no, I mean, if, if, like you guys said, if it's the bubble TJ Warren, then that's a steal. Then, you know, then it's the right pick to make. So we'll see what happens, uh, there. Um, uh, Mike Conley, Darius Garland, Evan Mobley, Jaron Jackson Jr. To start out the fifth uh, round. So Mobley going first in the fifth round, followed by Jaron Jackson Jr., which, yeah, I, I know that it's a rookie. You have to get him because of the upside. And if you don't get him, then I would have gotten him anyway. But, um, yeah, so it's just a matter of do you like Evan Mobley's upside more than you like Jaron Jackson's uh, stability? Uh, and in this situation, maybe getting Triple J would have been the smart move to make here. But 
only time will tell. Uh, right. Apparently, Cleveland's going to be utilizing Mobley uh, a lot this year. So, I mean, that, that's the reason I wanted him, but we'll see. Uh, let's take a look at Aaron's team because I want to know how many Raptor players has she picked so far uh, as of the fifth round. So, let's see. You got Jimmy Butler, Joel Embiid, Darren Fox, Fred Van Fleet. CJ McCollum, Spencer Dinwiddie, who did, uh, Leon likes, and OG Ananubi. So two Raptors players. Uh, I don't know. Is there any Canadian connection here that we need to know about there, Leon or Jacob? Either one. Uh, um. <laughs> and, and, and Ananubi has been I love supposed to be bit, oh, taking that next step for years. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. this year's a year, considering they're going back to Toronto now. He has a, they have a home crowd. They can finally get some energy in the building. Maybe that could propel them. You know, Fred. Now it's Fred's team. Uh, maybe he takes that next step as a leader. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think Toronto will be any good, but <laughs> for fantasy purposes, I mean, those are those are the two to get. So if she would have hit on any of them, she hit the right ones. It's a nice team. It's a nice team, but is it a championship caliber team? That that's. Is, is she a different animal and the same piece? As you guys can tell, I've been watching that commercial. It's in my head now. <laughs> oh, good I mean, I mean it, it, she, she'll say that she's not good at basketball, that baseball, her sport, but this is a solid team. But is it going to be enough to get a championship run so far, as far as we know, uh, with the picks in hand right now? And right now, it looks mm. like she's going to finish middle of the pack, good enough to finish for that fifth spot overall, like she did this year. You know, because we do those consolation brackets, and she earned that fifth spot overall. But is it going to be good? Is this team at, right now, Jacob, based on the first six or seven mm-hmm. picks, is this good enough to get her to that next step? It's she's going to start off strong. I think that's that's important, but it's how she's going to finish. Mm-hmm. You know, what are you going to get out of Van Vliet for being the main guy? You don't know. Spencer Dinwiddie coming off a big injury. Yeah. What yeah. We, what was going to happen? Question mark there. De'Aaron Fox, okay, solid. Joel Embiid, MVP candidate. He's going to get those, you know, he's going to get you your points. But how long until he gets hurt? You know, or can he stay that? Can he go the whole year without, you know, make, getting a major injury or even a small injury? Jimmy Butler, you know, Jimmy always, he's always going to ball out. But... There's you a know, lot of miles in those legs, man. Yeah, that sounds exactly as you know. <laughs> I mean, I know. You just don't yeah. know. <laughs> you just don't know. OG Ananobi. Can he take that next step? Cameron Johnson, can he repeat what he did last year? Or can he take a step up? Norman Powell, good shooter. You know, but he's more, he's a bench piece. So Robert Covington, I like, always like him, three and D player. How much of a role will he have again in Portland? Mm-hmm. Blake Griffin, shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, Blake Griffin, you know, he's still I, one of my favorite players of all time. If, nice Blake, to see, mm-hmm. if Blake Griffin gets anywhere close to this 28.78 projection, that is that is not just a that's, steal. That is an assault. That is a that murder. Is damn good. That, that's every crime committed here by Aaron. But LMA came back, who Leon does have on his team. Yeah, he and does. And yeah. LaMarcus Aldridge, he's going to get his minutes. And that's going to cut into that. You know, Brooke Lopez extended his range. So she's going to get points from there. Markel Fultz, that's another one. If he, can he come back healthy? Because the kid was doing so well. You talking about a redemption story? He was mm-hmm. in. Um, yeah, he was Payton, on my team Eddie, last year. 
Elvin Payton, SMD. I don't care. All right, I just got to – let me go on a little rant. I've seen a lot of reports. Oh, El, Elvin Payton, he, he was still so good for the Knicks. He was the main – no, fuck no. He sucked. Anyway, <laughs> little mini rant, mini rant. Next thing, Davion Mitchell, I love, you know, yeah. he, defensive stopper. He's not a bad shooter. And But Sacramento, how many guards do you need? It's kind of like the Knicks and the Bulls. All these power forwards, are like, what are you doing? Do you really need all of them? All these guards. You got Tyrese, De'Aaron Fox. I mean, Buddy Hill, where is he going to play? And it's kind of similar to, uh, if I might just butt in really quick, because the next pick mm-hmm. that she makes at the end of the, of the draft here is Precious Achiuwa, which is mm-hmm. kind of like the same way you're describing the Kings with all those guards. Mm-hmm. They have three solid centers, but they're all going to split time together and – Maybe Precious might be the best one in terms of like just getting blocks and rebounds, mm-hmm. but we're not gonna know because I, I I just foresee all those guys in Toronto mm-hmm. splitting time evenly and equally, and that's just that's just gonna be frustrating. I don't know if you guys see the same mm-hmm. way that I see it, but um, no, that's a good insight. It's just you just don't know. Chua, he never really got that time in Miami. Bless you. Because that, because <laughs> you bless you. <laughs> Precious. <laughs> but yeah, you just don't know what you're gonna get. I just hope he gets time because the kid is talented. So I want to see him get at least 20 minutes a game just to see what he can do. Because in Miami, Bam was just that guy, and you had Kelly Olynyk too. So how much time was he really gonna get? But in Toronto, hey, this is I don't I won't say they're in a re- they won't think they're in a rebuild, but. You got to start playing these young guys to see what you have. Oh, how are they not in a rebuild? I mean, uh, man, <laughs> we see I, it. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I guess the issue there is that they got so many veteran players, but they're not, they're not good veteran players. It's like no. Fred Van Fleet is your best player. I'm sorry. That, you're, you know what it, that is? That's what they call NBA hell. You're not bad enough to be a lottery pick, but you're not good enough to be a playoff team. You're just in that middle. You're basically the Chicago Bulls from the last man, couple of years. There you go. So, but speaking of which, Scotty Scott Barnes, Kelly, I'm excited to see though. I will say that. Uh, yeah, I mean that's why I drafted him, right? I'm, I was surprised that he was available, but uh, we'll get to it in just a bit. Kelvin Johnson, I really mm-hmm. like that pick. Uh, Bobby Me Portis, um, I don't know all about that, man. Bobby Portis, when you got Jalen Suggs, Jared Allen, uh, even Kevin Porter available, I don't know about that. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of hot. Yeah. <laughs> Ready? Um, what are, what we are these leagues you're playing in, buddy? <laughs> What are we getting from the panel? Thumbs down. No, not a fan. Not a fan. I am a fan of this Jalen Suggs pick. And damn it, Andrew, oh, yeah. I was this close to getting him. I was. I could feel it. I could taste it. I'm going to get Jalen Suggs <laughs> and Kate Cunningham on the same team. And uh, I guess Andrew saw it my way, which is not surprising because he basically drafted my fantasy baseball team in our, in our fantasy baseball league as well. So it's a lot of uh, matching brains there. Strike force. I already talked about how I like Jared Allen. Uh, I know that the projections are low. Am I missing something here? Why are the projections so low for Jared Allen at only twenty three point nine points fantasy points a game? The the mini split with with uh, Mobley <laughs> and uh, yeah. if Kevin Love decides to play, mm-hmm. but Jared Allen is a walking double double if you give him the minutes. Obviously, mm-hmm. the block shot potential rebound, but Great. you know, out in Cleveland, it's a bunch of trees, so. <laughs> I think that's going to cut into his mm-hmm. production. Well, man, there's a lot of comments uh, that I, I wish I had. Uh, I, I wish I can uh, get to in just a bit, but man, we got a lot more uh, players to go through. So maybe we'll, we can triple team, triple team it, 
and answer them after the fact. So I, I want to get to them. But yeah, uh, EJ finally responded about his uh, getting the two guards back to back in the first round. He pretty much says he went best player available, which I don't blame him. And uh, Jalen Green is uh, forward eligible, so that's a good thing for him as well. Uh, what's next? Ah, Gordon Hayward. Ah, ha. So <laughs> the Tyler going with the homer pick here mm-hmm. uh, with Gordon Hayward. Am I, I? I'm not seeing it, you guys. I I don't know. I mean, I know he's a wonderful player, but he's a year older. Uh, I still think of him as the guy who shattered his leg into a million pieces. Uh, Leon, what do you think about Gordon Hayward going to Team Buckley over here? I mean, Hayward was great for the first half of the season last year, and so they had to shut him down. But yeah, I mean, he was borderline All Star. Yeah. Uh, you just hope he comes back in this in this same form, but I, I think it's going to be a re- much more reduced role now that Lamelo is kind of taking that next step. Oh yeah, uh, mm-hmm. but you know Hayward has always been a guy that he, I mean he was not a triple double threat, but he will always get you six rebounds, six assists in that range, and you know yep. the problem is he's never on a damn floor. But uh, I like Hayward. Next pick that was made was by me, Kevin Porter. I kind of a crossroads there for me. I, I, I honestly didn't know what to make of it, but I, I am concerned that he's projected to go only 22 fantasy points per game, but I love his upside. Uh, he's a little bit crazy. He does come with baggage, but there's also a lot of good intangibles you got to like about him as well, like in terms of sticking up with uh, to teammates and uh, just commanding attention in the locker room from the uh, reports I've been hearing. Uh, and he just looks like a guy who will be a, a mainstay on that Houston Rockets. Now, that's a real rebuilding team, not, not whatever excuse in Toronto that they're using. But Kevin Porter uh, is my guy. But, um, you know, the, Cole Anthony was available. Clay Thompson was available. Derek White. Uh, maybe take a risk on Kawhi Leonard. Uh, so I ask you guys what I ask of other people. Was that the pick to make compared to the other guys that were available? We'll start with Jacob first here, if you can. All right, go ahead. What was that again? I'm sorry. Uh, was Kevin Porter the, the best pick compared to all the other guards that were available? Uh, with his projections going up, it's not bad. Obviously, it's not the most, you know, it's not the sexiest pick, but you got Clay. You know, he's going to shoot the lights if he comes back. You still got that question mark. You got a question mark there. Cole Anthony, will he get the time with Jalen Suggs? How are they going to work that out? Derek White is definitely going to get the time, but you got him already, so there you go. But, yeah, Kevin Porter is a solid pick because with Houston, you know, he got a chance to thrive. He's going to be – that's going to be a fun team to watch, man. Him and, you know, Kevin Porter. Kevin Porter. Jalen Green. Jalen Green. I mean, Jay Sean Tate. You know, he's going to have the opportunity. That team is young. It's going to be young and full of opportunity. So I like that pick on your end. And I honestly think he's going to be more than a 22-point per guy. My guy. That's what I want to hear. Because I mean, that's how I picture with the Rockets. It's about opportunity. That You know, I said that with Kate Cunningham. Kevin Porter, he he balled out those last mm-hmm. uh, few games at the end of the year. Oh, yeah. uh, Leon, I don't know if you see it the same way that Jacob and I see it. But, uh, I mean, you obviously picked Cole Anthony. That was a guy that was on my team. I love Cole Anthony, but he's – I feel like he's very limited for all the reasons that Jacob just said. Now the Magic have like a million guards now, and I, I don't know. Uh, looking back, if Kevin Porter was available, would you have gotten Kevin Porter over Cole Anthony there? 
yes, you stole my fucking pick. <laughs> Wait, uh, you said I stole your pick? Yeah. Good. <laughs> you did. Good. So, with that being said, uh, I, I felt Cole Anthony was the. If I had to, maybe Derek White, but I, 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 there's something about Cole Anthony. Maybe it's Carolina. Maybe it's how we <laughs> finished last season. There's something about him. There's some swag. I, I, I think he's the best point guard of the bunch. Forget Jalen Suggs. Forget Markel Fultz. I think Cole Anthony is going to come out on top. Wow. That's. I mean, as a as a as a scoring guard off the bench, he plays that role magnificently. But if he's going to be, I mean, he almost kind of reminds me of the, uh, if he were like on a, on the Raptors, he basically he's basically Fred Van Fleet. And, and they got to wonder, is Cole Anthony the guy that can lead a team, much less a fantasy team, but is he a guy that can lead a, a, an NBA team to a playoff spot? I don't see it. I don't, I don't see him that way. But, but we only have one year to, to really, you know, gauge that. And he's in a really messed up situation with the Orlando Magic, unfortunately, because like you mentioned, Markel Fultz, Jalen Suggs. So we're, we're going we're gonna to figure this out uh, this season. We'll see what Cole Anthony's made out of. But, I mean, I like them. I wish he was in a better situation for him so he can really shine. But, uh, yeah. uh, but I, I, and, and, you know, I had him last year, so it, it was really down to either him or Kevin Porter or even Derek White in this spot and then wait for Kevin Porter on, uh, in the next round. But I just feel like Porter's upside is way, way, way up there over a guy like Cole Anthony who it's a safe pick compared to the other guys. So that's, that's, that's a good <laughs> yeah. thing for you. But, uh, you know, are you going to be the same beast and a different animal? Are you going to give us more? So, Clay Thompson, uh, I, this is uh, another injured player, but this might be the best one of the bunch just because uh, at least we know what his timetable is. What is it? Is it December, right? Yeah. And you got to love the projected score. That means that he's going to be – man, if he gets you 31 fantasy points uh, a game, I, I think it's all over. We, we should just go home and just give you the championship at this point. Right? <laughs> it's the same dude that – Dropped like 36 points on what 13 shots, something like that. I mean, yeah, it, it's possible. Clay Thompson, I'm, I'm not gonna doubt this guy on the work he's probably putting in the gym every day, getting his body back in shape, you know, playing playing again with this boy Steph. It's gonna be really interesting. So, I can't, I can't wait, especially for Golden State. I want to see what that whole team's gonna do when they just gelling together. It's gonna be fun basketball. Good night. Oh boy. Well, I mean, I like the Warriors too, but it seems like anything after Curry, yeah, anything after Curry, it's just, it's just, who knows what to expect? It's, it's all question marks. Because mm-hmm. everybody was talking highly about Jordan Poole, but once Clay Thompson comes back, it's over, you know? At least that's how I'm thinking it. But anyway, there's Derek White. So yeah, Kevin Porter was my upside pick. Derek White is my safe pick after uh, Leon goes back to back with, uh, who do you go? Clay Thompson and Cole Anthony in the last two picks. So, like I said, I'm not worried about Leon taking my picks. He's he he did not snipe any of my picks. Maybe at least one if he's lucky. If I'm, you know, but the guy I'm always worried about is Buckley and EJ. EJ because he's known me for over 20 years, and Buckley because, <laughs> well, Buckley just pisses me off. Him him existing, him existing just pisses me off. You know, but uh, and then you get to Andrew Sel- oh, oh, Andrew's team going with Kawhi Leonard, and uh, we already. I'm sorry, what? When is he coming back? Sorry to interrupt. No, no, that's fine. Good question. So him and Jamal Murray, I was thinking of getting one of those or, or two of those guys. You know, if okay. they come back, they'll be in time for our playoff run, right? Our playoff starts mm-hmm. sometime in March. 
Mm-hmm. But if Jamal Murray comes back, I at least can pencil him in for those games. Mm-hmm. If Kawhi Leonard gets the green light to play in March, mm-hmm. is he going to play in March? I don't exactly. see it. I don't see mm-hmm. it. I think he's going to take the rest of the year off. I mean, unless you guys see it differently than I do. I just – I think this is way too risky here. Yeah, I don't I don't see that either, man. That, especially you're coming off an injury, the low management, which he loves. So, I, I don't know. I I can't, I can't say. Stevante Grand Pick is interesting because mm. – he is a player who's very maddening. Mm-hmm. If you get the first-year Charlotte Devontae Graham, I mean, he's all-world. You get playoff airballing Devontae <laughs> Graham, you'll never see before again. It, considering I would definitely take him over Schroeder, that's for damn sure. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot it tight. Uh, Kawhi Leonard, I'm not sure if uh, I'm not sure if he's coming back this season. I'm telling his, you, not, not, not with his not with his track record. Mm-mm. I know it's the sixth round, so vir- virtually the eighth round, and I know it's a keeper league. You, but you picking Kawhi Leonard here, you're basically punting this season, in my in my viewpoint, and you're already playing for next year. And there's no guarantee for next year either. And then, as you guys know, you, yeah, we get the three keepers, so maybe Kawhi Leonard might be the sneaky third pick that he's looking for. Mm-hmm. But after that, that third keeper is set, we, we, we start over at zero. So the long-term gains isn't even that great either. So I, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Like I said, I would have gone with either Jamal Murray over Kawhi Leonard if I'm going to draft a guy who's going to be coming back in March of that caliber. Because at least I know Jamal Murray would want to be out there. Kawhi Leonard, mm-hmm. I have no freaking clue. And I'm leaning towards – I'm 89, 89%, 91% sure that he's not coming back this year. So that's that. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's move on then. So we already talked about Freddie picking Aaron Gordon. But let's take a look. Did he make the right pick in the middle of, the, of this round here? Aaron Gordon, Evan Fournier, Cameron Johnson. You already talked about Devontae Graham. So I'm pretty sure Mike uh, from Washington appreciates that. DeAndre Hunter, Andrew Wiggins, and Bogdan Bogdanovich. Jacob, who was the best player that was picked in this uh, second half of this round? I am going to go with – I'm going to break it down between Fonier and Bogdanovich. And wow. I'm going – Just pick Bogdanovic. your own guy, man. Just toot your own horn. Do it. I'm going to do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I'm about to do it. Evan Fournier, baby. You know Never why? Google. Because – He's on, a, <laughs> he's on a better team. Well, Atlanta beat us, so I, I can't really say that. But I think the opportunities are going to be more for Evan Fournier than they were for Bogdanovic. Because Trey Young is about to, you know, you talk about Luka's going to step into that MVP talk. I think Trey Young is about to do the same. Plus now with, you know, will they give Cam Reddish time? I hope they do. But Cam Reddish, what are they going to do with him? You got to start giving him minutes now or try to. Kevin Herter just got the bag. You know he's going to need the ball mm-hmm. or they're going to try to get him into the offense. So will Bogdanovich take a dip? I think so. So Evan Fournier goes up for me. And I think he's more of a solid, he's a more solid pick. No, not because he's on New York. I think even if he was on like Boston, I would have picked him anyway. Go New York, go New York, go. 
Go, New York. Go, New York. Go. Go away, New York. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> we ain't going nowhere. <laughs> Leon, would you agree that uh, the Homer pick by Jacob was the best pick here? <laughs> You, you know, I actually like the Andrew Wiggins pick, you know. Wow. Okay. And I was saying how Angel really made some uh, some headway over in the middle rounds here. Mm-hmm. This is one of the picks I, I liked. Wiggins was strong last year. I, I mm-hmm. know his hesitancy about taking the shot, which is rare to say for Wiggins, but uh, I, I think he'll get some numbers knowing that Curry and Clear back. I, mm-hmm. I know his, his shots will take Sasha will take a hit, uh, but it's, it's a solid, solid player. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I like Hunter. I, yes. I, yeah. I like Cameron Johnson. Mm-hmm. Graham is so bipolar that you know you, you don't know. Forty-eight pick is strong, but I, I really like Andrew Wiggins. I would have gone with DeAndre Hunter. I mean, I like his upside the most here, but man, mm-hmm. he, he just left the, I think I had him in my, on my team last year and he left such a mm-hmm. bitter taste in my mouth because he was always hurt. And, uh, yeah, too. inconsistent as well. Like, but in terms of just raw skill and upside, that would be the guy, but it, it, it was just too risky for me. I was even considering getting Aaron Gordon, but I'm a little concerned that, uh, that he might be very limited as to what more, how much more he can grow his game. Is he just going to be a power forward that can, that his, uh, his known of fame will be him just dunking the ball. Is that all he's going to be? Or can he Mm. be a real threat and extend his game to the three point range and uh, really make a difference? So um, (laughs) no, yeah, (laughs) no. Okay. I guess that's a no, but uh, oh man, I guess DeAndre Hunter by default, but man, and I maybe Wiggins like, for all the same reasons that Leon mentioned, but man, the, yeah, the, I, I, I'm glad I got my players. I'm, I'm just gonna say that. Uh, yeah, Derek White. Yeah, I'm happy with that. So let's move on then to the seventh round, where James kicks us off with a homer pick, Mitchell Robinson, and I use that as a term of endearment. Note this here, Kyle Kuzma, though, Leon, Kyle Kuzma in the right off the bat in the seventh round. What do you think? Uh, six man candidate. Looks mm-hmm. really good so far in the preseason. Yep. Uh, another middle round pick I was very impressed with by uh, Angel. You, know, you, you look at Macau Bridges or Hachimura. Um, those are also Ooh. very solid picks. I mean, these four guys right here, Norman Powell, Michael Bridges, Rui Hachi, all those guys you just mentioned. I mean, in your opinion, who was the best of the bunch here? Well, Bridges securing the bag, good for him. Uh, I, I think he's... He's going to grow his game another level. I think Anshi Murray is going to grow his game another level with improved talent out in Washington. And Norman Powell, we, we, we know what he is. So, and with a new coach, new philosophy. If I were to pick one, I'd probably say Bridges. Yeah, I'm leaning towards that way. I like Rui Hachimura as well, but man, I, mm-hmm. I feel like every time I see him, he's on the injured list or something. Mm-hmm. Something's going yeah. on with him. Kuzma, uh, we talked about him in one of the draft recaps. I think he was part of the 2017 draft. Is that correct? Yes. So uh, he, he'll always have a special place for me to keep an eye on him. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think Michael Bridges getting that money just kind of shows me that, uh, that the Suns believe in him and they expect him to step it up a little bit more. Uh, wow, no love for Norman Powell, apparently. Another kind of a homer pick for Aaron's team right here. 
as well. Uh, unless, uh, Jacob, do you like Norman Powell over all the other three guys that are highlighted in yellow here? No. Okay, there. Yeah, no. <laughs> Leave it there. John Gray agrees that he went back and forth between Hachimura and Bridges. He went with Hachimura. Uh, solid pick, but, man, I just – there's something missing there. There's something definitely missing there. He was on a championship team. He, he's, he's fun. <laughs> I'm sorry, the, the Washington Wizards? No, no, championship? no. Championship? <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. I think he meant Rui. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Tyler Harrow, Marvin Bagley. We just talked about him. The other Bogdanovich gets picked here by Andrew uh, from Utah. Dylan Brooks. Oh, my God. Dylan Brooks. My guy. It, every freaking year, he's everybody's guy. I drafted him last year, too, and he didn't do check for me. Uh, Jacob, you've answered for, you chimed in first. Is this the year that he takes the next step? I mean, you look at him in the playoffs. He was killing him, man. He, he was already – he was ready to go for this year. So, I think he's going to take that step up. I mean, I think he has his confidence. And okay. let the guy rock out, though. I mean, you say to him and Jenna Schroeder, who would you pick? I guess I guess Dylan Brooks is the pick to make here. I don't know. One of the few times where Tyler did not impress me with one of his draft picks and selecting Dennis Schroeder here. But uh, uh, Leon, am I overreacting on Dylan Brooks here? No, Brooks was great in the playoffs. He showed his offensive game, and now that Memphis team is hungry. He's out to prove people wrong. Uh, you're not wrong about your overreaction. He. EJ got one here. He got you. All right. Well, my reaction is that I, I'm, I'm just – it's a head-scratcher for me because uh, he – I had him last year. He left a very sour taste in my mouth. He was very inconsistent for me. And, of course, I drop him and, you know, I guess I'm too impatient with him, so I don't know. <laughs> uh, I got Laurie Markkinen, and this is another tough pick to, for me to make because I needed, I, needed, I needed a big man. I really needed a big man. I, I got too cute with – I don't know if you guys noticed, but basically I drafted nothing but guards, and then the ones who qualify at forward, they became my forwards. But the ones that I couldn't get to – the ones that I drafted did not qualify a power forward, basically. And Laurie Markin, and when he was there, it looks like a homer pick on my end, which I guess it is, former Bulls player that he is. But, <laughs> I mean, you guys tell me. Laurie Markkinen or Lamarcus Aldridge, Tim Hardaway, Scotty Barnes, Malik Beasley, Reggie Jackson, Jordan Clarkson, Mark, Mo, Marcus Smart, Mo Bamba, Robert Covington. I don't know. Are those are any of those guys? Uh, would would um, you? I guess Jacob, would you have pick any of those guys over Laurie Markkinen at this position at the seventh round? At his position, actually, I need. Well, I got Mo Bamba. I have. I want his blocks and stuff, but no marketing. I'll say if you cut it before Bamba, marketing is the way to go. Aldridge is, you know, he's a role player. Marketing is going to have a role with the Cavs. I so hope so. <laughs> he's going to, oh yeah, he's going to have a role. It, absolutely. He, I'm pretty sure he's going to start. Mm-hmm. You ain't, you're not, you know, throwing Kevin Love out there, but marketing, he, he, as you know, as a Bulls fan, it was about health with him. When yeah. he was on the floor, he was productive. But how much will you get? But with Cleveland, he needed a fresh start. So plus he's also he lacks so much well, toughness, though. And yeah. yeah, he's young, but he lacks so much toughness, and that's why. Oh well, yeah, he's really pissed me off about him too. He's, he, that's why I gave him the KP, um, the KP treatment, Charmin. No, he might no no. Matter of fact, uh, KP might be a little bit tougher. So I'll give Whoa. him KP. KP is Scott tissue. 
Laurie is charming. There we go. <laughs> well, Laurie, I hope this uh, uh, you know lights a fire in his ass. But I, I highlighted. I don't know if you guys can see that, but I, I, yeah. I kind of highlighted the power forwards that were available. So LaMarcus Aldridge, I'm sorry, I'm not getting LaMarcus Aldridge in this position. Just too much risk with the, a little bit too uh, weird, the fact that his career was over due to a heart condition. And all of a sudden he's cured from that. And Leon, we'll get to that in a bit. But I obviously end up with Scotty Barnes anyway, which I, I, everybody was mad that I got Scotty Barnes. So I must have done something right. Mo Bamba I was really considering as my other big man, Robert Covington, PJ Washington, Marcus Morris. Uh, I know Leon, you went with uh, Lamarcus Aldridge, but any of those other big men, power forwards, slash centers, would you have gone with any of those other guys besides Laurie Markin and this in my position here? Uh, I have I have Mo Bamba mm. in my queue. I like the Scotty Barnes pick. The real the real sleeper is Marcus Morris. Woo boy. Yeah, we talked about him uh, uh, in one of those draft recaps too. Yeah, it, it, you, he played well in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You know he's going to have an increased role with Kawhi out. He's good for seven, eight rebounds a game, knock down a few threes. He's not scared to take a shot. He's going to get his minutes. Marcus Morris is a, is a very sneaky good pick. Mook. Yeah, that's definitely. I, I gotta. I'm a double down. He he got two solid picks. You know, I'm big on Sadiq Bay. I mean, Joey, yeah. we, that's Sadiq Bay. You like Sadiq Bay? Bay is Bay. I mean, that dude is. <laughs> I mean, Joey came up with that. So shout out to him. But um, but he is oh. man. The, the kid is the kid is good. Yeah, I was uh, I was thinking of I was considering Sadiq Bay and over Laurie Market in here, and and just the fact that Market qualifies at center won me yeah, over. But yeah, that's not, big. I mean, he's a big guy, so. Mm-hmm. So PJ Washington oh. also uh, qualifies at center. Yes, he does. Yeah, I know. He was he, he was know. good too. He, he was he's really me. good. It's he, a lot of good, a lot of good big men here. Oh, a lot of young, good big men. Young too, man. Then, young. Yeah. I mean, that, it was a hard choice because they all qualify for mm-hmm. what I was looking for, and, <laughs> and then we get Andre Drummond. <laughs> <laughs> well, before that, let's let's finish up. Let's. Uh, so he got Lamarcus Aldridge. Uh, Leon is he is he really healthy? What's going on here? He he had those uh that those heart conditions that everybody's afraid to get. I mean, the, it sounded to me that he was gonna go the way of Chris Bosh. So what happened mm-hmm. between now and uh, then and now, uh, as far as you're concerned? Uh, I think he got into retirement, sat around for a few months, and said, you know what, I I can't go out like that. I can't. Uh, mm-hmm. Got probably got bored, and said, you know what, let me give another try. He obviously went through the doctors, yeah. the uh, protocol, so clear to go. Um, I'm, I'm glad he's back. I, I think once he went down, that was the biggest piece, uh, obviously besides Kyrie, but he was one of the bigger pieces that was missing for Brooklyn because mm. he's a big body and you know his, his mid-range game and post-up mm-hmm. was just phenomenal. And, and the way Brooklyn's going to use their big man rotation, I think will save him uh, you know, extend his career a bit longer. You can go through the rotation of Blake and Claxton mm-hmm. and the rest of those guys. So, uh, any any limited time he is on the floor, he does put up numbers. So, I, I'm not sure how often he'll play, but I, I know he'll put up numbers in the time he's out there. Mm-hmm. He did pick. I gotta say, personally, I'm picking my twin. 
Tim Hardaway Jr. <laughs> Appreciate it. No problem, bro. Uh, we we talked about yeah he he did go Tim Hardaway Jr. and to start us off in the eighth round. I went with Scotty Barnes, uh, which like I mentioned already, a lot of people were pissed off about that pick. So I must have <laughs> done something right. I must have triggered some folks. Tyler goes with Malik Beasley. Strike Force uh, EJ Singh goes with Reggie Jackson. Andrew going with Jordan Clarkson. So some solid picks here, and then mm-hmm. Marcus Smart. Uh, is there any appeal to Marcus Smart in fantasy? I, I I feel like he's just a defensive stopper, and that's it. I mean, am I missing something here, you guys? He can shoot, so okay. He, his three-point game has gotten a lot better. When you look at him from when he first came into the league out of Oklahoma State, and now he got a hell of a lot better. So I I like the pick. I've always I'm okay. a Marcus Smart guy, so, you know, he'll get I always, you steals, he'll get you three. So I always – I always avoid Marcus Smart, so maybe I, I, I'm I'm uh, I'm not giving him his credit. But okay, good good to know. Good to know for next year. All right, so Freddie, you win this round for now. <laughs> uh, Mo Bamba, he was on my queue, so that's a really good pick. Robert Covington, I picked him last year, didn't do anything for me, and then I dropped him. Of course, he flourishes elsewhere because it seems to be the story of my life in this league. Sometimes uh, PJ Washington, we already talked about James Wiseman, uh, out with a knee injury, I believe. Mm-hmm. Supposed to be back on November third. Um, Leon, I mean, we, we talked about it last year. We love the pick. We love them as a player. We think that he could at the very worst, at the very worst can be a guy who just runs paint to paint, grabs rebounds and block shots. Uh, can he still be that guy? At least, uh, as soon as this season, I guess I should ask. In this high powered offense. Yes. Good. Yes. And that's good. Uh, for at this pick with his age, Keep your potential. I, I I like it. And uh, I don't want to pick on Angel, but is Goran Dragic the worst pick of this grouping here? <laughs> By a mile. Country uh, miles. <laughs> Matter of fact, two country miles. Oh, um, wow. I yeah. mean, uh, he'll get you points. But yeah, he will. Just looking at – Huh? No, he he'll get you. Oh, yes, he will. Come on, man. This, I'm, listen, listen. I'm not trying to name with a good pick. I'm just saying he'll get you. No, there's he'll nothing. There's nothing positive about it. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. I'm, I'm sorry, brother. There's nothing positive about it. Yeah, he was yeah, definitely. I, I he was definitely I, I, on my do not draft list. The only I, positive here is that the Raptors showcase him and let him ball out so they can trade him as high as possible. But you're gonna try to sell teams on a on a on a small point guard. Who's thirty-five years old? I don't see it. I don't think he want to play there either. So yeah, yeah. Uh, you you were better off taking Kawhi than Goli Dragic. Oh man, that's rough. Poor Angel. We've just been picking at him all day, man. Just no, I, I, no, no. I, I said he made good picks in the middle rounds. Well, I mean, relatively middle, speaking, which is not a middle round. This is. This, this is where he got the trash. Yeah. <laughs> Angel, it's all love, man, but we're going to have to get that ass, man. Sorry, dude. <laughs> it's, all rel- it's all relative. I mean, everybody's a good player, but, I mean, when you when you shrink it down to only 12 teams and only, what, uh, however many players we drafted, yeah, it's, 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 it sticks out. Uh, uh, James kicks us off with Sadiq Bey. Uh, I mentioned already he was going to be on my, on my queue. Andre Drummond, who came up big for Leon last year. I know this because uh, I had to witness that firsthand in our championship game. Jay Sean Tate, one of my favorite guys <laughs> from last year. But, man, people are down on him this year. Uh, what am I 
Am I missing something with Tate? Did he do something that he shouldn't have done this offseason, Jacob? Or is it just people sleeping on him? Uh, I think with the addition of Jalen Green mm. and KPJ coming out like he was, I, <laughs> reduced role. That's that's the only that's the only thought process a lot of people probably have. Is what is he going to do now? The Rockets have a lot of talent on that team, man. <laughs> it's just yeah, they not do. Kevin Martin Jr. I mean, Kenyon Martin. Excuse me, Kenyon Martin Jr. Yeah, that's right. He need he needs that. He needs some. Time. He needs the ball as well. You got um the other guy like. Singoon, I think he's gonna get some playing time. So, yeah. where is he gonna? I don't know. Jason's gonna have to fight for those, fight for the ball, fight for minutes. But yeah. it's gonna be interesting down in Houston. Uh, moving on quickly, guys. Uh, we're getting to that point of the of the podcast here. Kyle Anderson in the fourth pick in the ninth mm-hmm. round. We already talked about Blake Griffin. Uh, We'll see what happens. Will Barton's an interesting pick. I was considering him in the last round, but I decided not to do forward with it. Daddy is young. Okay, now that's another questionable pick by by Freddie yeah, here. So, uh, not a fan. Thumbs down. No panel says thumbs down. <laughs> All three of us. Sorry, Freddie. Sorry, Freddie. Uh, Robert Williams the third. Oh boy, Andrew. Uh, Leon, let's start with you. Can Robert Williams III, I mean, I know he kind of broke out last year and, and just had these massive explosive games. Can he do the same this year with the Celtics? Yes. Mm, interesting. Yes. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm high on Robert Williams. Man. I, think he, I think Brad Stevens was just a bad coach. I, he was so overrated to me. And Wow. Uh, Yudoka coming in, defensive-minded coach. I, I think Williams will see a lot more minutes, and he's very productive. He was productive in the limited minutes he got. So, uh, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm high on Robert Williams, man. It's a good pick. All right, moving on quickly. Jordan Poole, we already talked about him. Miles Bridges, I think this is one of those picks where I was like, God damn it, Tyler, because I was really <laughs> gunning for him. But I end up getting the black the Block Panther, sorry, the Block Panther, uh, Wendell Carter Jr., uh, another former Bulls player, ends up on my team. Mm-hmm. It's by accident, but again, <laughs> needed someone that could play center as well as power forward, which uh, the Block Panther, he definitely does. And, and you know what? It worked out to my favor, even though Mo Bamba is going to get the uh, more playing time and it's probably going to interfere with Carter, and Carter's very limited with his playmaking skills. Carter ends up sending a, a, an, ex, an extended term anyway, so... If the Magic believe in him, maybe I should believe in him, right? Right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, it's also the only Magic I might want. Oh. <laughs> well, you pick Cole Anthony, man. Get out of here. Yeah. They didn't defend him, though. <laughs> they don't have to yet. I mean, come on. <laughs> but but they, I mean, they they literally drafted another point guard just so they can they don't have to deal with Cole Anthony's uh, whatever whatever it is that he does for that team. That's what that's how I take it. But I digress. Uh, Terrence Ross. Speaking of the Magic, oh my God, yeah. this dissed me on my Magic pick, and you went with a Magic pick, Terrence Ross, and then Joe Harris. So that's a kind of a homer pick for uh, Leon there. It was. Um, what is? <laughs> uh, it, yeah, okay. What is the? What is the intrigue for Terrence Ross for you here? A certified gunner. Uh, I, I figured need points. Terrence Ross is going to put up points. Very good. Gun Terry. 
Maddie's going to get traded at some point. You know, he's more or less a bench piece until Clay uh, comes in and takes his spot. So it's a rotating, it's a rotating spot. All right, that's fair enough. And I know Joe Harris can shoot the lights out of that ball. I didn't realize he qualifies a small forward. So that's for a guard like that to qualify at a forward position. That's a plus for you. Uh, moving on to the so that's where Leon kicks us off in the tenth round with Joe Harris. I went with Kelly Olynyk just because I. I was impressed with how he finished last year with the Heat. I'm hoping more of the same with the Detroit Pistons. Also qualifies at center, so keeping my fingers crossed on that one that he can uh, be allowed to do what he does best, and that's just to be a playmaker at the four position. Harrison Barnes, uh, that's an interesting pick uh, there. Um, Jacob, what do you think about the Harrison Barnes pick here by Tyler? Harrison Barnes, is he's a solid player all around. Mm-hmm. So you can't you can't really go wrong with him, um, especially at this point in the draft. Harrison Barnes, plus he gets you know what twenty five thirty minutes a night. He's one of the main cogs on that team. So yeah, he didn't. Tyler got this one right. I like it. Alrighty then. Moving on, Isaiah Stewart, who I had on my team last year, goes to EJ's team. I'm not quite sure what the uh, depth chart looks like at this point, but you know. Kelly Olenek already on the team. Isaiah Stewart, who ended up being a, a hard-nosed player. That might be mm-hmm. a good pick or it might be a wasted pick. We'll, we'll see. Larry Nance Jr. about uh, going to Andrew. I don't know about that one. Am I missing something here, uh, Leon, with Larry Nance Jr.? He's also going to be in that running for six man of the year. But Okay. You know, it gets a lot of steals, a lot of rebounds. A lot of hustle stats, for sure. Mm-hmm. He'll score a bit. In this position, considering who's next, it's I I, <laughs> I, I, I take him over Oladipo. That's the damn sure. Yeah, Oladipo <laughs> going. That's a back to back to back to back to back questionable picks by Freddie there, um, but we'll see. He says that he all he does is win championships, so maybe maybe we have it wrong. Uh, Duncan Robinson going to Jacobs' team. Brooke Lopez going to Aaron's team. Jonathan Isaac. That's an intriguing pick right there. I was wondering who was going to pick Jonathan Isaac and. Mike Harvey, uh, you know, picking Isaac uh, late in this draft. That's a solid pick, but will he play? Is he available? Is he going to get vaccinated? Uh, Jacob, what's the story there? Uh, I thought he got vaccinated. He did it still? Oh, I, I, no. I don't know. No? Okay. okay, I didn't think so. All right, so, well, at least he plays in Florida. I mean, <laughs> hey, hey, they don't give a damn, so why not? I mean, but he has tons of talent, still young. Uh, that's that's a nice pick late in the draft. I mean, let's see where he'll go. I mean, I would have went like a, a Dort. Dort. I, I would def- Dort. 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 <laughs> I would Luke and with- Dort. <laughs> Better shooter, yep. defender. I mean, yeah. But Jonathan Isaac is not the worst pick, though. Leon, who would you have gone with here? Uh, Jonathan Isaac, who we kind of know what to expect from him, uh, or Patrick Williams, who is still just a raw player on a really good team uh, who might not get the touches. Uh, who's the better pick here, Isaac or Williams? I'd go with, uh, upside. I'd, I'd say Isaac. Mm. For, for for these picks, it's the one, it's the next one for me. I, I, I know you won't like it, but you know, Derek Rose oh, looks real good. 
I was just going with the with well the, the guys I just mentioned. Those guys play forward. Derek Rose doesn't play forward. That's why I, I ask it. Who's I, I know. Forward there? Okay, I know. Good. As long as I you know. know. <laughs> he said I know. <laughs> okay. Uh, Derek Rose. So elaborate a little bit more on that uh, Derek Rose uh, love fest you got going there. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, you know, I guess you're a changed man once you get engaged, and so far he's looking real, real spry, and. You know, obviously he Tibbs knows him well. Kemba Walker, I think, is the gonna actually hold up, not having him play so many minutes. I mean, you won't get MVP roles, but you'll get pretty like eighty percent of it this year. Well, I'll give him credit compared to the other guys who were available. I mean, because there's nothing but guards here. I mean, I'll, I'll just name name them out. Uh, Josh Giddy goes after Derrick Rose, Killian Hayes, Luke Gentz, Dort, Monte Morris. Who, although Monte Morris might have been, you could argue that Monte Morris might have been the best pick here. But let's let, let me name out these names for the guys who are or for the people who are listening to audio only. Nikhil Alexander Walker, as I like to call him, nah. Markel Fultz, who I like, but you know, knee injury, comeback. I don't know. Patty Mills, who I also like, but he's playing in Brooklyn. Although he's playing in Brooklyn. Will Kyrie play in Brooklyn? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Kelly Oubre, who probably qualifies a guard. Eric Bledsoe. So, yeah, we basically go, how many picks is that? That's uh, uh, 10 picks. 10, 10 picks. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> I guess you can argue that Derrick Rose was the best guard from the next, uh, compared to the next 10 picks uh, in this 10 pick pocket. Derrick Rose ends up being not just the best guard, but the best player. Uh, would you guys agree with that statement? I never thought yeah. I'd hear it. I, I definitely agree with it. <laughs> I, like I said, maybe Monte Morris. Monte maybe Monte Morris. Morris. It could be. Which uh, we haven't mentioned a lot of John Gray's name a lot, I noticed. But I, I guess it's because I like a lot of his picks. So good job on him. That's a guy I'm going to keep an eye on. Uh, unlike the other guy who told me to keep an eye on him. And he's just been disappointing me. Freddie Rose. Okay. So Freddie Forte, <laughs> Freddie Collins, Eddie Rollins. I don't know. Uh, so Monte, uh, that might have been – maybe that's the best pick considering that he will get the starting guard uh, – point guard position and that uh, he will probably get a lot of playing time that he can – all the playing time he can handle. But, uh, yeah, uh, maybe Derrick Rose. You can make an argument that Derrick Rose might be the best player in this, uh, uh, in, in these, uh, in this pocket here. So we just named 10 picks. Oh, EJ. See, this is what I was afraid of, you guys. Between EJ and Tyler, just taking my oh, goddamn players, those mother suckers. And I knew oh, that was going to happen. Like I said, I wasn't worried about Leon because Leon's in another, he's in another dimension here. But oh. I feel like EJ and Leon, uh, sorry, EJ and Tyler, we, we kind of are in the same uh, telepathic plane in terms of the players that we, we like. And sure enough, EJ going with Alexei Pukasevsky and then Tyler going with Jacob Poltel. Uh, so all European, Eastern European players, I guess, which means that I'm stuck with Jaden McDaniels because I don't know. He, he, these guys snipe me. They pretty much emptied out my queue at this point, and I'm like, you know what? <laughs> Whatever. Jaden McDaniels not happy with the pick, but you know what? He supposed to be the starting power forward at Minnesota. He qualifies at center, so maybe something will come out of it. But I would have preferred the other two guys. Uh, and then uh, Leon Desmond Bain, he finishes off that round. That's a solid pick there. I just don't know what the Grizzles have in mind for Desmond Bain, but we shall see. To kick things off in the 12th round, Leon picks Darius Basley, 
And then I go with Chuma Okeke because uh, I think I had him last year on my team. I was uh, content with his performance. So let's give it another chance. So that's that. I like the Tyrese Maxi pick. I do. Uh, well, I did until, you know, Ben Simmons is now coming back. So maybe I don't like it as much. <laughs> I really like the Gary Trent Jr. pick. But again, it's the Raptors. I don't know what to expect. Um, Jacob, we'll start with you. Gary Trent Jr., yay or nay? Damn right. He went to Duke, so it's a fucking yay. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> duh. <laughs> no, but honestly, Gary Trent, what do I always say? You can't run away from the DNA. The DNA but right. that kid could shoot, though. He shoots yep. better than his father. Uh, and that's what he's going to be able to do. He, the fuck's going to tell him no. <laughs> I mean, he can shoot, give him the ball. Let him go off. Let him shoot 15, 20 shots. Okay, it's Toronto. Since I asked Leon this question last time, I'm going to ask Jacob this question. So I'm just going to highlight mm-hmm. some of the uh, guys who qualify at forward here okay. in the next few picks or so. Yeah, might as well. Okay. Okay. So Andrew picks Joe Ingles, which when I saw that pick, nice solid pick, but it's a solid but unspectacular pick. Very mm-hmm. limited upside. And you know me, I'm all about that upside, right? All about but then, <laughs> But then, you know, other guys who were available, other forwards that were available in this mm-hmm. uh, round or two, Jay Crowder, Danny Green, Nicholas Batum, Carmelo mm-hmm. Anthony, and Kevin Love. So one, two, three, four, five, six. Of those six forwards that were selected in the next two rounds, who do you think was the best of this bunch? I am definitely going with Inglis. Mm. Why? Because he's the only one not coming off the bench. Oh, uh, okay. Crowd is good, and Crowd is good, too. Yeah, we run that. That was between him and Crowder because Melo's coming off the bench. You know, you're gonna get stuff out of Melo. You want to get you know buckets out of Melo, but it's not gonna be a lot. Batum, uh, I guess he's gonna step in for Kawhi, but still he's more of a pass first kind of forward. Yeah, get you about ten points a game. Not really much to be desired on the defensive end anymore. Um, so it was Jake Crowder and Joe Eagles for me. They're pretty much, I won't say they're the same player. The crowd is a little bit tough. No, 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 no. He's tougher on the defensive end. Right. But I just like Inglis. And that, and that Utah offense, how they gelled. Yeah. It was easy. It would be an easier pick to go with Inglis. I like how all these forwards, they all be, are all veterans. They've all been in this league forever, seemingly. And they all have championship caliber on them. Well, I don't know about Anthony. But, uh, I mean, I guess at one point he was a championship caliber type of player, that, a player that you could build around. Uh, you know, Batum, he's a, he's always in the playoffs, it seems like. Danny Green definitely has the, the chips to go with it. So we got some grizzled veterans there at forward. I, I, I kind of uh, I find it interesting, I guess. But we go from forward, we go back up to the seventh pick in the 12th round with Emmanuel quickly. I mean, if that's not the biggest homer pick I've ever seen, I don't know what is, but... Um, what? What? So okay. I got to ask you, Jacob, same question. Who's the, who's the better point what? guard here? Emmanuel yeah. Quickly or Alfred Payton? <laughs> Fucking Emmanuel Quickly. It's not even. Who? Just the shooting alone. <laughs> just, the, just the shooting alone. <laughs> Makes him better than Alfred Payton. But don't get me wrong. All right, I'm going to give Payton some. If he doesn't have the ball in his hands for so long, he, he's, a, he's a decent player. But he'll get you a few assists. But in Phoenix, I don't know how he's going to fit. I, I have no clue how that's going to go. I wouldn't have picked him. But quickly, you know, once he gets in the game, gets me a few three-pointers, you know, he'll have his games where he goes off. So yeah. It was an easy pick for me. Yeah, we know how Thibodeau, but, Tom Thibodeau loves. Mad, I, 
I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> it's not a rookie anymore. It's not a rookie anymore. But, 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 but I see the mistake. I picked it too quick because this guy I was high on in the draft. And I don't know if I was at work at the time. Oh, was late. <laughs> but Chris Duarte definitely would have been my pick. I really was paying attention. I'm sorry, who would have been your pick? Oh, Duarte? Duarte from Indiana, yeah. Yeah, that, uh, I, that probably would have been. It's a good pick, James. Yeah, really good pick. I like that pick, and maybe that would have been the better pick. Maybe he's the best guard uh, of this group here, but I don't blame you for getting quickly, especially we know that Tom Thibodeau loves those tiny guards that he loves to utilize off the bench. So uh, he could be productive even in this uh, format that we use. Josh Hart, we talked about him in the 2017 NBA draft, uh, going to John's team, the Van Buren boys. Uh, Josh Hart still with the Pelicans. Leon, is this the year that he finally busts out or – can we just give up on Josh Hart at this point? I, I just think <laughs> Josh Hart is in a bad situation in, in New Orleans. Yeah. Once you go there, you just want to leave. That's that's how it goes. <laughs> you know, you either fake an injury or you're coming out of shape. <laughs> I guess that's a no then. All righty. Uh, Nicholas Batum, Serge Ibaka, which I don't know how I feel about Serge Ibaka going, even this late in the draft. I don't know how I Serge feel about Ibaka's, that. Serge Ibaka's been done for three years. <laughs> That's why I'm questioning it. But, uh, Chris Duarte, we already gave James his kudos for that. Carmelo Anthony, boy, oh boy, uh, Angel. Um, I mean, it might be a good pick. It might be something. But between this and Derrick Rose, I mean, I mean, we're in 2021, not 2011, boy. Come on. I, I like this Terrence Mann pick. It always comes back. T- 2011 draft. Yeah, <laughs> it's it all connected. <laughs> Shit, wait until we do the wait until we do the 2001 NBA draft recap. It's already been a generation that has gone by. We need to do that one. Oh no, uh, throw that shit away. Throw that shit uh, away. Oh, we gotta yeah. have Kwame Brown. We gotta have Kwame Brown on the edition. All right. I uh, can't wait for that. It'll just be Kwame Brown talking for two hours, and you know, we'll just be talking about him. That, that, that's cool. Uh, but, yeah, Terrence Mann, uh, I love this pick, and I was even considering getting him in my other – but I was I was looking for big men because, like I said, I drafted nothing but guards, and they just so happened to qualify at small forward and other forward positions. So so I was kind of kind of uh, making up for lost time. Also, I thought we had uh, – I thought we were doing 16 rounds, not 14 rounds. Oops. Uh, but uh, Terrence, man, I love this pick. I love the selection. Um, what more can we say about this? So hopefully good things are coming for Mike's team. We talked about Davian Mitchell. Uh, Danny Avdija uh, going to Jacob's team. Good, solid pick right there. Uh, what was his deal? He got hurt. Was it a knee injury last year as well? Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was a knee one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're not concerned by that, uh, Jacob? Nah, I saw him playing uh, preseason. He looked, he looked good. All righty. Uh, we talked about TJ McConnell. I'm sorry, what was that? No, I said knee-wise. Oh, knee-wise. <laughs> I, I thought you might have said yeah. Knicks-wise. He doesn't play with the Knicks. No, 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 no. No. <laughs> right. All right. TJ McConnell, we already talked about him. Danilo Gallinari. Oh, boy. Andrew. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to feel about that. Gallinari. Galenari. Uh Daniel <laughs> Gaffer going to uh, EJ's team. And then, once again, fucking Tyler. 
stealing another one of my players. Kenyon Martin Jr. going to his team when I was ready to soup him up. So I ended up getting the rookie, Alperin Sangoon, who was a, I was also high on. He's no Evan Mobley, but he does have a pretty, pretty good offensive skill. What I don't know about his situation is, will he get the playing time? Will he be trusted with it? I don't know. He's, uh, but it's, it's worth rolling the dice this late in the draft, I think. Leon, what are you going to say there? No, you're, you're right. He looked good in the preseason. He looked good in the summer league. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, you're playing behind Christian Wood, Daniel Tice, Kenya Martin Jr., uh, you don't know where the minutes are coming from, but like you say, late in this draft, uh, you could take a risk like that. Yeah, I mean, at this point, I mean, I, I was looking for upside this whole draft, and at this point, I'm looking for the uppest of upsidedness you can find here. <laughs> otherwise, otherwise, you know, Thomas Bryant doesn't look too bad. Um, but the one thing is, people are saying that, that that knee injury of his, another knee injury, was very severe, severe, like mm-hmm. more severe than the other people that we talked about so far. And, and we talked about some really awful, uh, awful things here with, uh, with, uh, with the uh, injuries from last year uh, spilling over to this season. Uh, but Thomas Bryant, I was really, I've always liked Thomas Bryant. I mean, I think we talked about it on one of the, the, the was it 2017 NBA draft? What? Yep. But man, I don't know. Maybe that's going to be one of those where I'm going to regret it. But, oh, well. John Wall. Oh, boy, John Wall. Leon, what do you know about John Wall that none of us know about John Wall? Ooh. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm just hoping he gets the hell out of Houston. And, <laughs> you know, at some point, just takes Eric Bledsoe's job because Eric Bledsoe <laughs> does not deserve to start in this league. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, EJ makes a very good point. Another reason why I did not like Thomas Bryant as much as you did was uh, Daniel Gafford is supposed to be the starting center. EJ firmly believes that there's no way on God's green earth Daniel Gafford is going to give up that starting role to Thomas Bryant. Well, so yeah, I wanted Gafford, but you know, well, stop winning championships and then you can get all the players you want. <laughs> yeah, that ain't gonna happen. <laughs> oh, oh, you watch, you watch. I'm not letting that shit happen again twice in a row. No way, no how, no sir. I'll tell you what. Uh, Brandon Clark also qualifies a power forward and a center. It's kind of a throwaway pick at this point. But I want another big man. But I also thought we were going to get two more rounds where I can go back to picking guards. And that's not what happened here. So oops on me. It's my my draft, my rules, and I forget my own rules. Mason Plumlee, that was a uh, if, if it wasn't for Brent, if I didn't want to get Brandon Clark, I would have definitely considered Mason Plumlee. I had him on my team last year. Showed up big. I don't know what's he going to do in Charlotte. Uh, Leon, what do you think Mason Plumlee is going to do in Charlotte this year? It'll be a, a veteran presence. He can still rim run. I don't know how often he'll play, considering how Charlotte likes to use a smaller lineup. But yeah. Mason Plumlee is very productive in the minutes that he gets. So he's a yeah. terrible free throw shooter. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, forget any points you'll get from there, but uh, as as the final pick, I like it. Okay, uh, Chris uh, Boucher again, that three headed monster in Toronto, along with uh, Precious Achua, who we just talked about. Uh, Jacob, of the three guys, and I can't remember the third dude's name, but it's Chris Boucher, Precious Achua, and one more guy, Ken something. I I can't remember. Uh, Kahim Birch. Yes, thank you, I, uh, Birch. And I had him last year as well, I believe. But Jacob, of those three centers, who do you like the most in Toronto? Boucher. Boucher, easy. Okay. Okay. Easily. It ain't close. All right. Same. All right. Well, I'm I'm more 
I have a affinity towards Precious Atiwa, but uh, again, I like those centers that can just do the hustle, the hustle stats. So maybe the that's. Go ahead, Leon. Boucher was among the league leaders in blocks last year. He also extended his range out to the three-point line. It's just that he suffered a really, really bad injury that cost him some time. And Kaheem Burge came in, played well in his minutes, and cut into Boucher's time. But okay, up at three, you mentioned Boucher by far. It's the, it's the best one. All righty, we'll keep an eye. On, we'll keep an eye out on that situation because it's uh, we don't know what Toronto's doing. The only thing I know is that I got Scotty Barnes, and you people didn't. So, uh, Kevin Hjorder, uh you all mentioned that he just got paid, so that's a good sign for him, and maybe he'll get more playing time because, as you guys know, the Hawks are loaded with just talent everywhere. It's just just a matter of uh, being able to play along with Trey Young and putting it all together and getting that experience, blah, 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 blah. Can mm-hmm. KC, we talked about KCP. I'm not a fan of this pick, even even with, for, with the last pick. Just thumbs down. Panel says thumbs down. I'm, I'm alone on this I'm a, one. I'm going to do this. Cameron, uh, Cameron Thomas? Nah, he a walking bucket, man. I can't. I, can't. I, I think once Cameron Thomas gets on the floor, he's, he's going to stay in the rotation. Yeah, so he's like this. Definitely, he's not quite this. He's all going to be right here. I was talking about KCP. Sorry. Oh, KCP. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he, Thumbs he, down. No, uh, <laughs> nah, nah, he's not Washington. He's getting, he's, he's going to get burned. He's, so he's going to he's going to go like this. He's going to get burned. So all right, uh, Dwight Howard. I well, I don't know about that pick either. Am I missing listen, something here? What's going on here? Listen, Dwight Howard's still productive. That's all right. Him. Okay. Uh, Leon, is that true? I mean, he, he's good for you know. Eight rebounds, three techs. Flagrant <laughs> <laughs> so foul mean, here. Exactly. That's no deductions. One sexual <laughs> assault. Oh. What you guys? You guys didn't see oh. that, that video oh. clip by Michi Mich? Like we're like, yeah. hey, and he just starts squeezing things and <laughs> fingering the other players. I mean, oh man. Uh, I, we already talked about pressures at you. Seth Curry. Wow, Seth Curry going to uh, Mike's team. I like Seth Curry. It's a shame that he gets outshadowed by his brother. I mean, he's great in his own right. Mm -hmm. I mean, Seth Curry is good. All right. Uh, Facundo Campazzo. Uh, That's an interesting pick. I mean, we talked about Monte Morris, but this is a very interesting pick by uh, John here. Uh, Jacob, how do you... What do you foresee out of Campazzo for the Denver Nuggets? I like it because Jam uh, with Jamal Murray out, Campazzo was very solid, and he can do a lot on the floor. So he's gonna get he's gonna get his minutes as well as he, he's Leon. Listen, so you gotta get lead pass. You know when to stop, right? You gotta trust me on this. He can pick a pass. He ain't shooting the ball at all. Nah, he shoot. He can shoot though. That's the crazy thing about it. So it's. And plus, like I said, with Jamal Murray, you cannot dealt with Jamal Murray being out. That's the fact. And now Jamal Murray is healthy. I'm, I'm like, all right, this this was crazy. Yeah. But Jamal, I mean, Bart is not. Who the hell else is gonna? He's not a point guard. He, he wants to shoot the damn ball. I take Ricky Rubio over him. Ooh. Yeah, I would too. But I'm just saying, it's Ricky Rubes. So and plus, his defense is all that. Hey, you never but, know, man. Cleveland might just ship him to Denver for a player to be named later or something, and a couple second round picks. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, last two picks, uh, Avika Zuvats uh, from the Clippers going to Angel's team. I'm sorry. Uh, I was not impressed by Angel <laughs> in this draft. He needs to show me some more or he needs to buy my spreadsheets or something. I don't know. <laughs> and uh, you guys did talk about Cameron Thomas. I, I do apologize. I, was, uh, I, was, I don't know how our, our wires got mixed up. I know my internet's been shoddy uh, in the last 10 minutes or so. Uh, I like the Cameron mm-hmm. Thomas pick. Uh, but anybody by the name of Cameron was a solid pick, I'm pretty sure. And that is the t- that's it. Unless you guys want to talk about a particular team while we're still here, otherwise we can wrap this show up. I'm good, man. This was fun. Yeah, this, this was good. Uh, the Zubak pick is it's not bad. John John says he likes it. I don't know. I just I just. I mean, he's not Zubak is Zubak, man. <laughs> he is, but he's like so hit or miss. Like he, if he hits, he hits. Yeah. But hit or miss. Bad. I mean. He will go weeks at a time about playing. Yeah, that's that's the thing I don't like about him. Mm-hmm. I mean, if he can guarantee me like 28 minutes, I'm not even asking, asking for the full 30, 35. Just give me 27, 28 <laughs> minutes and get 10 rebounds and two or three, two blocks close to it. I'm a happy camper. But that's not what you get from Ivan mm-hmm. Zubac. Uh, uh, sorry, Ivica Zubac. I can't even say his name right. <sighs> but anyway, hit or miss. I bet they never miss, huh? Okay. I mean, but. I mean, Angel did live up to his team name, though. Well, I tried. Well, that, I, I told him to change it already. That name just pisses me off, man. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, uh, you know, these teams all suck. If they're not my team, they're all going to lose to me anyway, so it doesn't matter. This motherfucker. All right, yeah. we stomping your ass out this season, Stop them. I don't know, man. I'm not playing for uh, November or December. I'm playing for March. And my my <laughs> boys, my guys, they'll be ready by playoff time. Don't, don't You'll right. see. Right. Kenny Cunningham's going to be the next Michael Carter-Williams. Oh, shit. That's not a good thing. Oh, well, rookie year, he was pretty good. And people were talking I mean, about him being a future <laughs> Hall of Famer after his rookie season. I, I, if that's one person, you say Michael Carter-Williams, I'm getting – that means he couldn't shoot. He played some kind of decent defense. But other than that, he was just a role player for the rest of his career. No, but that rookie year, I mean, Michael Carter-Williams <laughs> was a walking triple-double. and Same size, same stature, same – like except that Kate Cunningham, it's, it sounds like Kate Cunningham is, is not afraid to shoot. So, no, nah, yeah. He's, but he's definitely going to shoot. Yes, that's, that's why I say – but, yeah, you're right. After that, I mean, there's a reason why <laughs> – why he wasn't part of the process anymore after after his rookie year? <laughs> where, where, did you guys watch so that? Was a part of it. What, what? Well, that was shit was going on live, and Michael Carter Williams. Yeah, man, I'm excited what the 76ers are gonna do here. I'm really excited. I can't wait to see what they do. And then they draft a point guard, I believe. And the look on Michael Carter Williams' face was like, uh, wait, what? <laughs> Why are you drafting a point guard? I thought I was a point guard. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah. wait, no way. Yeah, holiday was yeah. Has it been that long? Yeah. God, we're old as hell. It's terrible, ain't it? God, I, I don't like this, man. I don't like this at all. Anyway, on a depressing note, uh, again, uh, Leon, Jacob, thank you so much for <laughs> indulging me. I, I look forward to these talks every single year, whether it be the real NBA draft or our fantasy draft. Uh, and I hope we can keep doing I, I hope you guys are willing to continue to indulge me every every season. To talk Absolutely. about this, uh, our our basketball draft here every year. Well, yeah, I keep putting up my banners every year. We'll line them up. We'll talk about them. <laughs> uh, so I didn't say all that. Right. I didn't say all that. We'll just uh, my, wife's wor- went wrong. 
So uh, I'm excited. My wife is working on your banner. I, it's, it's taking longer than I expected. Uh, there, as you guys know, there's a supply shortage uh, in this world, unfortunately. Thank you, COVID. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Obama. Thanks, Donald. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. Um, so I, that, don't ever say I'm not uh, bipartisan. I'm blaming everybody. Uh, but you're going to be – so I don't know if you guys have seen the baseball uh, banners, right, that Aaron wins every year. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. for basketball, my wife decided to do something different to look a little bit more uh, – unique uniquely to our league for mm-hmm. basketball reasons so i can't wait to see what the finished product looks like i'm really excited to uh i'm actually excited to ship this off uh to leon as opposed to other years why i i i, 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 cool. I i'm a bad sport man i don't like to lose I, I feel like you guys are stealing my banners but i'm actually excited about this one so we'll see how this one looks oh um, it's, it's pretty good it's gonna be good i can see it i can see it being really good yeah, yeah, you'll see, you'll see. I can't wait, can't wait, can't wait, can't wait. Uh, I guess, yep, that's the, that's the end of us. You can catch our other podcast by subscribing to the Life Group Podcast Network on YouTube, Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio. Yeah, iHeartRadio. Uh, you have a host of Total Basis Podcast. When will we be seeing that again? Hopefully next Sunday morning, as always, which is a really t- horrible time slot during football season, but it's the only time slot we have where uh, Sean's available. I've also been doing helping out Austin with his Round Trippers podcast. I don't know if you guys know who you guys know who Austin is, uh, but he started uh, a podcast this year and it's uh, going pretty well. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's been asking me to be uh, a guest more often. Actually, I'll admit it. I've been asking myself to be a guest on this podcast. So. Oh, you, you hijacked. <laughs> I, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. I didn't say all that now. I, 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 I would say oh, that, I, that the open invitation is just basically me openly inviting myself there. But no, but Austin's a good kid and uh, he does a solid podcast uh, every week. So catch him. Make sure you check out his podcast. But yeah, Sean and I should be going on Sundays unless uh, otherwise noted. Always good stuff. Cassie Audible, Tuesday night, sure. going up tomorrow night. Uh, <clears throat> recapping week six. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, we'll uh, throw that week away. Oh, Matt's going to be pissed. Yeah, preview week seven. Oh, God. Yeah. And uh, Dog City. Leon, too. Sure, well, uh, no, no, I'm no, no, no. I, I, I already put that way behind me. Way behind me. As we have a cute face on the screen. Hey, I gotta go. I'm looking at hair. Say hi. Hi. Penny, 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 Penny. Yeah. Yeah, Look at those chompers. Look at those chompers, man. That's everywhere. Yes, molars coming out. She doesn't sleep at night because of it. Say hi. Mm -hmm. Hi. I said it. Ah. You say, can you say Cute. mixtape? Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Cute, cuteness overload. As always. <laughs> I know. Look at her. Give me that mic. I want to I want to spit some bars. All right, go ahead. Spit some bars. Come on. All right. That's right, right. If you're not down with the step back. I got two uh-oh. words for you. When you go, God, God. Change my diaper. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Maybe that's three words. I don't know how to count. Ah, 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 ah. Two words, my deposit. <laughs> <laughs> no, no refund. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. No. <laughs> Everybody, enjoy opening night tomorrow. Uh, Nets, Bucks, Warriors, Lakers. 
going to have an opening week. Uh, we'll probably be back oh. in like two weeks. So, you know, enjoy the rest of our shows in that time frame. And, you know, as always, the life group difference is family first. Look at, look at that cues. Always. Look at that. Look at that. Say hi, Jacob Leon. Go Bulls. Uh, all right. Well, hey. We're going to mute you now. Uh, all right, cut, cut off now. Cut off. Gonna win it. <laughs> As he's muted, you can no longer hear his Chicago nonsense. Until next time, everybody. <laughs> Ball out. See ya. Ball out. See ya.